LBC 97.3. The three hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Call 0870 90 90 973. It's four till seven, it's, it's a top slot, that is. Don't listen to Ian Lee, he's going to tell you the wrong thing. LBC needs uh, Ian Lee, because if, if you haven't got that big beam, power, who else are you going to get? <laughs> The three hour, four till seven Ian Lee afternoon wireless show is sponsored by Chair. Mm, we love those chairs. My buttocks have never been so comfortable since we discovered chairs. And a big thank you, a big thumbs up to all of the people uh, at Chairs for the excellent. Oh, here we go. Ooh, chairs we got given uh, this week. Thank you very much. Got to do something we didn't do yesterday, and my apologies. Just because he ain't here, it don't mean we don't salute the preve. Uh, Pete on the phones. Agent Chris. Helen's leaving the room. I don't quite know what she's done. It. There we go. Slightly <laughs> dismissively. Dismissively. Everyone in London, raise your hands to your head. Pete, come on. It's a tradition. We salute the preve for all of his good work. Just because he's not here, it doesn't mean we shouldn't pay him the ultimate respect of a salute. It's big respect being paid. Big up the brief. Ah, do you know what? I'm, I'm a little bit tired this afternoon. I don't quite know why. Not really done much today. Got up, um, had something to eat. And, uh... Oh, I watched three Coronation Street back to back. That's what I did. A little bit silly Coronation Street last night, I thought. The quo were good. There's quo were in it. But it was a little bit silly. It was a little bit panto styly. I thought. A little too much shouting. It's just silly. Uh, anyway, listen, so much stuff we need to get through. Uh, firstly, uh, you, everyone's got nicknames. Most people have got nicknames, apart from the very sad, lonely people. The, the people who don't have nicknames uh, are the people who have no... They're just quite bland. They have no defining characteristic. There's nothing that singles them out that makes them special, either in a good or in a bad way. So that people just call them by their names. But there's a special kind of person, a very rare sort of person, who has a nickname that they don't know about. Now, a, lo a lot of teachers have nicknames they don't know about. Well, it's Stumpy. Was that, you know, Agent Chris had a teacher called Stumpy. He was a very short gentleman. A lot of teachers have nicknames they don't know about. Have you got friends or people in your life, people you work with, you go to school with, that you've got a special nickname for them, but they do not know what that nickname is? And if they found out, they'd be furious or upset. We have a member of staff here who has a nickname. And I can't give you the nickname, London, and I apologise for that, because if I do, it will give away who this member of staff is, for this person's surname is uh, an intrinsic part of the nickname. It's a good nickname. It's a good nickname. But I can't tell you what it is, and for that I apologise for teasing you in that way. Uh, but do you have nicknames for people that they don't know about? Give me a call. Let me know. 0870. 9090973 is the telephone number to let me know. People you work with, you go to school with, uh, teachers, let's have some teachers' nicknames, they're always good. But th th they must be nicknames that that person doesn't know about. Or maybe they found out about that. Maybe that person stumbled in the conversation. Well, well, well who's, who's this, uh, who's this, this smelly legs you're talking about? Uh, um, uh, would, would, you, would you be upset if I said it was you? 0870-9090-973. And for God's sakes, can we get some texts in here? Can we get some texts in here? Do you, I, I'm, I'm third in the text league, but I'm barely above Caroline Faraday. If I go any lower, I'll be below Caroline Faraday, and that would be shocking. So if you just want to send in some texts with nicknames, or with abuse, don't mind, 0771 0973 You can email as well, of course, Ian, I-A-I-N, at LBC. Oh, good news as well. 
Yes, there were two identical podcasts that have gone out the last couple of days. For that, I apologise. You know, it's, it's all new technology, these computers and things, so we're sorry. But, the, to make up for it, we're going to release The Best of Barry, Volume 2, tomorrow, on the podcast. Indeed. So there's that to look forward to. Mark is in the Woodford! <laughs> Hello. Hello, mate! Oh, right. Having a yeah, cheeky uh, one, there. First time caller and pretty nervous. But, hey, uh, isn't, isn't it nerve-wracking phoning a radio station? It is. I don't know. It makes you feel stupid. I wasn't ha expecting to get through. But, well, well, no, we, we have very, very low limits on this show, very low standards, so any, pretty much anyone can get through, Mark. Is your, is your one of your legs gone a bit shaky? <laughs> very much so. Yeah, it's I'm weird, isn't it? Down and, uh, yeah, yeah. And, you, and your stomach's a little bit nervous? Everything. I tell you so what, though, Mark, when this, yeah. when this is finished, and it will be over like that, when it's finished, it'll be like you've taken a very powerful illegal drug, and you'll feel, you'll get a bit of a buzz off it. Well, I, I hope so. I, 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 I guarantee it. Okay. Mark, what have you called in for, sir? Right, well, talking of, uh, nicknames that people weren't aware of. Yeah, go on. Um, so it's nothing too, uh, too exciting, but we used to have a, a friend, a girl that, uh, a bit of a plump girl, yeah. and, uh, we used to call her G.A. G.A. G8. Um, G-A. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, at the time, was quite accident-prone and thought it stood for general accident. Yeah. Uh, actually, because she was quite, quite a plump girl, it was grey tape. Oh, um, Mark! Shame on you! Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it took her years I mean. to find out, but, uh, And what, no, well, hang on, what happened when she found out, and how did she find out? I think we'd had a few drinks, a bunch of us down the pub, oh. and someone, uh, called it, and, uh, yeah, called a great ape as opposed to uh, just G8. And did she, she see the funny side of that, or did she see the violent side of it? She, uh, she weren't a violent person, so no, I can't, uh, I can't, you know, yeah. expand the story there. But no, no not amused, then uh, we don't see anything of her anymore. Mark, you've got 20 seconds left on the air. Can you sum up in those 15 seconds left how it feels? Was it good for you? It was over the moon. Mark, listen, it's a pleasure to talk to you. It was the first time he's ever called. It's a weird, we discussed this the other week, when you call up, it's a nerve-wracking thing. The old leg starts... If you've never done it, give us a call today. Uh, even if you, know, even if you just want to say hello. If you've never phoned in before, just give us a call and say hello to London. Let us know you're out there, for God's sakes. Because otherwise, there's no point in us doing this. Even if, and my mum's listening, God bless her for doing that, but do you know what I mean? I can go around and talk to her. I'll be around her house tomorrow night, so there's no point in me doing this show just for my mother. Uh, 0870 Nicknames are uh, that people didn't know they had. And did they find... Maybe it was a nickname you didn't know you had, and you found out about it. How did you find out, and how did you feel? Have you got a nickname for your partner that they don't know about? Give us a call, 0870-9090-973. It is now 4.13. The three-hour, four-till-seven Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're allegedly agreeing that Corey was rubbish last night, including uh, TV historian Philip in South Norwood. He said it was like a bad carry-on film. Helen behind the glass thought it was lit. It was rubbish. And it, it, Corey is brilliant. It is one of the greatest things on British television. Cack last night. Absolute cack. Uh, Ian, is it Caroline Fart all day? No, 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 no. We, we, have got, uh, we have got a nickname for a member of staff here. I'm not... A member of staff? A teacher or something? Uh, I'm not going to reveal it, because it's a little bit rude. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, I, we're getting so many nicknames... What we're asking for is nicknames that the person doesn't know they've got. We're getting filth sent through, so we have to be very, very careful. Hang on, what's this? Mark, Mark Harris from the Hackney. Ian, talking about nicknames, why does Uncle Clive Bull insist on calling you Ian Beanpole Lee? Does he? Does he call me Beanpole? Cheeky, bald old... Yeah. Chris is in the Chelsea. Hello, Chris. Hello. Hello, Chris. What can I do for you? Hey, Ian, all right. Yeah, sorry. I just, um, I caught that you was, uh, on a bit of relationship problems. Hmm? 
Um, I just wanted to maybe share mine with uh, yourself and the listeners. Okay. Um, as I say, I've just literally tuned in. I just caught the end of what you were saying. Right. And the telephonist says I can uh, share my problem. Well, okay, so please feel free to share away. Well, what it is is... Uh, sorry, it's a bit difficult for me. I mean... Are you all right? I'm not going to... Yeah, fine. Um, I'm not going to... Um, I'm not boasting, blowing my own trumpet, whatever, but I'm the, t I'm the type of guy. I'm a good-looking guy. I earn good money, um, probably more than most of your listeners um, right. will ever learn. Uh, will ever earn, to be quite honest. Right, you see, quite wealthy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's not the problem. Uh, I mean, take, I'll give you an example of the kind of guy I am. Um, I'm into bikes, yeah, one of my hobbies, motorbikes. Went to the uh, bike shop the other day, um, and I bought a very expensive bike. And um, what I said to the guy was, hey, you know, give me two, right? Yeah. So that's, that's... Uh, Again, not blowing on trumpet, but that's the kind of guy I am. Yeah, you bought two motorbikes when one would have been would have been adequate. Yeah, yeah, for most people, yeah. Uh, but anyway, how did um, you get two motorbikes home? Well, I, uh, I got them delivered. Oh, okay, right. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, what's, so your, what's your problem with your relationship, Chris? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not boasting. I can prove I'm not boasting because I'm going to admit my weaknesses right here. Right. Um, wow. Well, what it is is when I, when it comes to relationships, partners. Um, yeah. I tend to get bored of them quite easily. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah. after a couple of weeks, I think I think I need stimulation. I yeah. think that's my problem. And uh, I find generally, you know, people after uh, a couple of weeks to be quite boring. Not in my league, as it were. Yeah. So you're, you're quite. So you're not only are you wealthy, you're also very intellectual. Well, I would I would say so. I'm um, yeah. blowing my own trumpet. Don't bl uh, don't please don't. But I'm I'm picking that up from you, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you could say that. Yeah, I'm saying. And uh, I just find, um, as I say, after a couple of weeks, it all tends to go pear shaped after the initial yeah excitement. Um, can, I, can I help you in any way, Chris? Is there anything I can do? Well, I just really, you know, I mean, um, obviously, I was wondering, you know, it being a phone in show, if maybe. Well, that, that, you know, maybe you had any advice, or maybe your listeners had any advice. Well, the, 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 Chris, there's loads of things you can do. You can either pick it more interesting men, is it men or men or women? Uh, well, um, uh, both. Bit of both. Oh, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's 2005. Sorry, that, I know, you know, we live in the modern world. No, it's all, it's all, it's all gravy to me. Uh, just pick slightly more interesting partners, or just be, just be really shallow about it, Chris, and enjoy these two week, week dalliances. Yeah. I'm j I'm looking for a, something a bit more deeper, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, well, um, so, well, if anyone phones in, maybe they can give you some advice or we could hook you up with them. Yeah, how, yeah that'd be just, great. Just, just, before we do hook you up with people, give us an idea, how rich are you, Chris? I know you said you bought two motorbikes, okay, but... Okay, alright, well, I'm not gonna get into figures, but, um, no. uh, you know, it's, I, I earn, um, in a year. Yeah. What, what most of your listeners, I would suspect, will earn in a lifetime. Wow, that's... Well, give us, give us some figures. Well, okay. Um, nah, I can't, I can't really go into... To, to, I, 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 a, mi a million pounds, a million pounds. Well, well, well over that, obviously, clearly. Yeah. Well, Chris, yeah. listen, if anybody phones in who's interested in uh, an intellectual millionaire... What the hell was going on there? Chris, did, did you screen that call? What the hell was that about? Yes. Right. I do apologise, we've stopped the flow of the show there. The flow of the show has been stopped. We are asking. Oh, uh, Lee, what's in here? I think it's in one of those shows, isn't it? Lee in the Orpington. Hello, Lee. Yeah, how are you doing, Ian? I'm fine. Uh, Lee, are you an eccentric intellectual millionaire who's looking for love on my show? He was a loon. He was mental. What, what, what am I going to do? I, I don't know. What are you ringing you for? 
Well, I do, well uh, listen, hey, hey, whoa, hang on a second. I, I am pretty darn good uh, at giving out, uh, you know, loving advice and stuff like that. Really, are you? Well, yeah, 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 I am, I am. I've, I've, hang on, listen to this. I now have a girlfriend as the direct result of the Ian Lee show. Yeah, you see, I, I fix people up with people, but, you know. So Lee, why have you called in? What can I do for you? Um, just to say hello, like you said, never um, spoken to anyone on this radio station before. Come on, and you've chosen to give me a call? Yeah, well, I used to listen to you on uh, XFM. Yeah, I got the sack from there twice. <laughs> yeah, but Lee, so you you found us here. Are you enjoying the show? I am. Is I, there anything? I especially enjoyed it when you used to call it Set FM. Do you, you remember that? I, I do remember that. But let's let's not go on too long about another radio station. For God's sakes, we're here now. This is home. This is the comfy chair I'm sitting in. I have my slippers under this desk. For goodness' sakes, it's a we. I tell you what, at half past four, can we start the show again? Is that all right? I'm just looking at the, the, the team behind the glass. What we're going to do is, uh, half past four, we're going to start the show again, because I, 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 feel we've, I feel we've had a full start. Let's, well, let's see if Chris in Kingsbury can save us. Chris, hello. Hi, Ian. Chris, good, good afternoon, sir. Can you save what has been a terrible, terrible 25 minutes of broadcasting? <laughs> it's not been that bad. It's, oh, it's been... We had that, that, we had that lunatic, we've had that fella banging on about some rubbish station, what, what are you... Yeah, oh, like, anyway, man, anyway. Anyway, man, anyway. Yeah, yeah, Alright, uh, I'm in college now, but when I was in high school, I used to, uh, have a teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah, she always used to scratch, you know, she always used to rustle through her papers. Yeah. Always used to, and for lunch, always, like, different types of nuts, and, well, and she always used to, um, I mean, her, her complexion as well, it was all, like, her teeth, or... What? You know, ah, uh, it was all... Dirty, yeah. <laughs> dirty teeth and, and scratching and eating nuts. Yeah, yeah. So we used to call her gerbil. Of course you used to call her gerbil. Ah, uh, it was just so funny. I mean, she never, she never used to know. She always used to get confused. Uh, it was so funny, yeah. <laughs> okay. Chris, listen, Chris. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the phone down on you now. Yeah. Because that, that hasn't saved the show like I was hoping it would. Ah. Uh, but listen, yeah. hey, listen, good try. And feel free to try again. But I just feel, I feel we can do better than this. Okay, all right, I'll try again. Please do try again, Chris. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I will, definitely. Put, yeah. put the phone down. Okay. Cheers. Then. Okay, right. Come on, let's just play some music, because I, I feel this has been an awful, awful start to the show. I, I just, let's, let's I, I, just, I can't be, I can't carry on. Coming up in the next half hour, we're going to start the show again officially because this has been cack. All of my critics are correct today. I mean, bow to my critics. You're right. This is juvenile nonsense in the worst possible way. Keep listening. I'm going to I'm going to stop the music in ten seconds. We'll play some ads, then we'll come back before the news, and I'll tell you what we're talking about. Okay? I promise you, it will get a little bit better after this. The three hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Ah, LBC 97.3, the bosses, myself, and everyone who works here would like to extend an apology for the last 29 minutes of appalling radio. My critics, for once, I salute you. I give you the thumbs up fun award. It's been shocking. But I promise you, I guarantee my career, and indeed my life, and indeed my cravat that I'm wearing for a second day running, the next two and a half hours is gonna be bronze medal Sony award winning stuff. News. Available on DAB Digital Radio. London's LBC 97.3.
At 4.30, I'm Sandy Waugh. The Queen has joined relatives, survivors and members of the emergency services at St Paul's for a memorial service to the 52 people killed in the London suicide bombings. Four candles, each marking one of the blast sites, were lit and placed on the altar. Around a 1,000 people gathered to watch the service being relayed on a giant screen in Trafalgar Square, among the many tourists who said they wanted to express their anger at what had happened in July. The Old Baileys heard a man was beaten to death in the back of an ambulance after being caught up in clashes between rival gangs in Bounds Green. Eugene Breaha had flagged down the ambulance to get away from a group armed with golf clubs and iron bars. Six men from East London and Hertfordshire deny murdering him earlier this year. There are new allegations that the Work and Pensions Secretary failed to seek advice from the Parliamentary Standards Committee about a third job he accepted while he was out of the office. David Blunkett's office insists the matter is now closed. The Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall will visit Ground Zero in New York later to witness firsthand the scale of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. As part of their first overseas tour together, they'll arrive in New York at half past five this afternoon. In sport, best mate, one of the most loved horses in racing, has died. The three times winner of the Cheltenham Gold Cup suffered a suspected heart attack during a comeback race a little earlier. London's LBC 97.3. The three hour, four till seven, Ian Lee, afternoon wireless show. Call 0870 973. I've managed to open my garage as a direct result of the Ian Lee show. Ian Lee says cruises are for common people. Well, he'd have to say that he can't afford to go on one, poor soul. The three hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon wireless show mm. is sponsored by Chairs. We love the Chairs. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome. It is indeed the three-hour, four-till-seven, Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. You're, you're set for the best two and a half hours of radio broadcasting what your ears have ever heard in their goddamn eerie life. So, oh, here we go. It's going to be good. The last half an hour was just a test broadcast. I, I don't think it went out. I hope it didn't. Hey, have you got nicknames? We've all got nicknames. Everyone's got nicknames. Unless you're like a kind of a sad sort of person who, who's got nothing either special, either good or bad about them. Only people who are quite indistinct do not have nicknames. So most of us have got nicknames. Uh, but some people are so special, they have nicknames they don't know about. Have you got nicknames for friends or partners or teachers or people you work with and they don't know what that nickname is? I found out today that Clive Bull, Bull, Calls me Beanpole. Ian Beanpolly? Well, that's, um, a little bit unfair, considering he looks like, I mean, a short, fat potato who looks a bit like Phil Collins. You know, sometimes they find potatoes that look like Jesus, or you get a cheese sandwich and it's got the face of Burt Reynolds in it. Well, he looks like a, a, a potato that looks a bit like Phil Collins. Su-su-su-dio. I shouldn't be harsh on him. He's, uh, he's a lovely old man. Probably not long for this, um this job. Uh, so, uh, if, if you've got nicknames for people that they don't know about, maybe you've found out, you've stumbled in on a conversation, and people are talking about this, this bizarre nickname, and you're going, well, who's, who's the snotty face then? And they're like, ah, ah, it's you. Agent Chris wants to know if I have a nickname for him he doesn't know about. Well, no, I don't. Agent Chris is your nickname. Although we do have a nickname for a broadcaster. I've already have narrowed it down a bit too much. A broadcaster here at LBC Towers. They do not know what that nickname is, and I cannot reveal it because, you know, it's a little bit naughty. It's, it's done with affection. It's an affectionate nickname. 
But, uh, you know, it's not the sort of thing we should really be broadcasting. So, I shan't be. Give us a call. 0870-9090-973. We've decided experienced callers only, please. Need apply for this. If you've not called in before, go and, go and do your training on James O'Brien's show. Uh, Clive Bull likes people who've never called in before. You know, you go and do your training there. We want experienced callers. And you don't get none much more experienced than, of course... My name is Vicky from Croydon, and I'm a hardcore chap. Hello, hardcore chap. How are you doing? Hello, I'm fine. Bunking off work, eh? I am. What, now, but why, how can you bunk off work? I'm you were telling you on the radio. Well, you've, you've admitted on the radio you're bunking off. <laughs> I'm not bunking off. Hey, will you sing Sister Studio with me? I, I wasn't. Do you want me to sing it now? Yeah, go on. Studio. Nice one. Heard you, on, heard you on the Phil Collins show last night. I know. He's he's good, isn't he? Oh, he rocks no. the house. He rocks the. He rocks the. Did you know that he called me Beanpole? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, you listen enough. Surely you've heard him say it. Well, that. maybe I've just maybe I thought he was talking about someone else because that's quite a rude thing to say hmm. uh, in relation to one of your colleagues. Well, you know. Well, I thought we'd made peace, me and the old man. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I think that flame of of fire. What? has been re-fanned. Well, it's been re-fanned on a regular basis because people keep on calling in and staring oh, it good, up. Good, good mind to... The mood I'm in today to re-fan his face with my fist. <laughs> I don't mean that. That's proper fighting talk. And anyone know I'm, I'm indeed a wimp. The being holds <laughs> a little bit harsh. <laughs> Better than what I used to be called at school, though, so that's good. What, what were you called at school? A lanky streak of LBC. <laughs> that's, that's never pleasant to a young man growing up to be called that by your own mother, Vicky. <laughs> By yeah. my own mother. You should sack her from being a correspondent, if she said. Oh no, I, she's very good. She's one of the best correspondents. My mother, of course, I being. Had to call in yet? No, well, she's well. No, she hasn't called in yet. But she, I, that's good. She, you know, she very nearly phoned up Clive Ball the other day. Did she? Yeah, and I, I, I slapped her wrists. I think I may have pulled her phone out of the socket just so she can't <laughs> phone in. But I'm going around there tomorrow night and she will give me a Coronation Street update. Oh, well, that's, that's good. I think she should do it on, on, the, on the radio. Don't you dare encourage her, because <laughs> we all get confused, it gets emotional, there are tears. I bet you, if you did a phone poll, everyone would want her to call in. No, just, just stop it. Why, why have you called in, you mad lush? What do you want? Oh, I was phoning with regards to your um, man that had a relationship problem. Oh, God, we got to go back into... Okay, well, Chris from Chelsea, <laughs> who's a multi-millionaire, that the loser that buys two motorbikes at a time. Do you think that might be his problem? What, that he's, he's busy riding two bikes? Well, no, but, um, you know, he's like a multi-millionaire and he's like really good looking and he like earns more than most listeners. Yeah. Are you um, saying you want us to fix you up? With no. <laughs> um, I, what I was saying was there's a thing called humility. Yeah. Yeah. He, he seems to be devoid of it. Yeah. I think that's really what the problem may be. Right. Do you reckon? I, I, do, I, do, I yes, I, I think you're absolutely spot on. Hmm. Could you teach him humility? Because um, we've got his number, and if uh, Vicky, I know you're you're hot to trot and up <laughs> for some, we could put you in touch. <laughs> He's a multi-millionaire. He could buy you five times over, woman. Yeah, but he'd get bored with me within two weeks. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Well, make sure he spends all of his money on you. Yeah, well, yeah. I could, I could definitely blow all his. Hey, money. Vicky, it's your birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Sixty-three. Yeah, Sixty-three great, again. Good. And, and what are you doing for your birthday? I don't know. No. I might be going for a drink. Ooh. Um, I don't know. With a gentleman. No. Oh, okay. With with a lady. <laughs> Yeah. Nice one. Hey, wow. <laughs> hey, that's kind of exciting. No, with a couple of ladies. <laughs> but, Chavs know how to live, don't you, eh? <laughs> Nikki, I've got to go because Nikki and Sidcup is on the line. All right, bye. All right, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. There we go. Nikki's in the Sidcup. Hello, Nikki. Hello. Hello, you're right. 
Yeah, I don't think you're gonna wanna speak to me. Oh, why's that? Because I'm a first-time oh, caller. No, I don't, I did, I did foolishly put out this plea earlier on saying first-time callers call the show. No, and that's why I phoned you, see, because, no. really, reason. Yeah. Because I've been listening to LBC for years. Right. Years and years and years. Yeah. And I've never made a call, and I thought I'd just cheer you up. Oh, please do, because I'm having a miserable time. Because I, I've been, I've been hanging on the line for Nick Ferrari, and I've never been chosen. Oh dear. I know, and I've, and I've. Is there, Nikki? Is there a reason? Because you can, I, I'm telling you, you can talk for England. Is there a reason you've not been chosen? Do you think <laughs> your, your points are boring and rubbish? <laughs> I don't. I'm just asking. No, 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 no. It was a competition, you see, for Nick. Yeah. And um, and I think it was it was a really good one. It was for one of his wristbands, you see. Oh, do you know what? There well, is... it's and, and I've, I wanted one of those. It was, it was one of my bad days, but, um, no, I was listening... Oh, when you say you're bad day, do you mean a lady bad day or just a bad day in general? <laughs> Probably both. Oh, dear, we don't talk about that on this show, for goodness <laughs> sakes. This is a childish nonsense show. I know, I'm really lowering the tone now, but I just wanted to say I've been listening for years, mm. and I have to say I particularly enjoy your show. Who's, who, which, okay, Nikki, which show is the best show on LBC 97.3? Well, it's yours now. There we go, that's what we wanted to hear, that's I... fine. The afternoon, for me, is really important because I make my way home from Croydon. It breaks up the morning and the, and the evening, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you can't get enough of that. Where, so, Nikki, where the hell are you? It sounds like the noisiest place in the world. I'm just coming over the, um, flyover over the A20. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Nikki, would you call again when you have a, a point to make? Well, no, I just really want nope. to say that, okay. you know, I've been listening for about 14 you years. You said that, you said that, yep. Wanted to say hello to you. Hey, Nikki, thank you for phoning me. <laughs> That's alright. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. God. And I don't think you're a beanpole. Hey, there we go. We like Nikki a lot. She's good. Guyball calls me a beanpole. Is this true? Agent Creed, he does this, does he? Flipping out, right? We are asking. In some ways, I'm wishing I hadn't brought this topic up because it seems to backfire horribly on me. Um, oh, and in Devon, I can't read that. There's a woman in the village I call. I'm sure you can imagine why. She's very friendly. Oh, I can't say that. That's rude, but still very interesting. Uh, we are asking, nicknames the people that they don't know they've got. Little things that maybe you say about people, you call them behind their back. But if they found out, it would be uh, all hell would break loose. There'll be hell to pay, and all hell would break loose after you had indeed paid it. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. Uh, we also want to know, have you got too much or too little? Of one thing. I'm going to regret asking it. Oh, no, we're just going to get a load of perverts. But I've got too much of that. I don't want to know. Oh, I did a horrible mind there, and I apologise to everyone for that. That was unpleasant. Uh, just have a think. In your life, in your house, uh, in your car, have you got too much of something? I have got... Uh, and I'm trying to do an estimate. I should count them one day, but it would scare me. I've got over a thousand CDs. Easily over a thousand CDs. Uh, as you may have heard on the show, I used to work at some rubbish radio station. I used to get sent them. Uh, I used to buy stack loads of CDs. I've got so many CDs that are still in the cellophane wrapper. I've got two CDs to the post today, in fact. Um, one of which I'm very excited about. Uh, both of them I'm very excited about. But I've got, I'm never going to listen to all of these CDs. I'm never, and I, I, I did try and have a big clear out recently. I got rid of about a hundred of them. Which was good. It hurt. It was good. But I've still got far too many. Far too many. Have you got too much of something in your house? If you're a lady... <laughs> This is going to sound sexist. I don't care. You've got too many shoes. I can almost guarantee that 96% of the lady listeners will have too many shoes or indeed too many bags. If that's you, maybe you've got too many mobile phones. 
We had a rant about people with more than one mobile. I have got, definitely got too many DVDs as well. I've probably got... 300 of them? What the, the hell is that? I could buy, I could buy a small country with the amount of money I spent on DVDs. Give us a call. 0870 is the telephone number. Uh, you can text 0771-776-0973. It's nearly quarter to five. The three hour, four till seven, Ian Lee, afternoon wireless show. Wow, it's been a good 20 minutes so far and it's going to get better and better. But hey, do you want to win signed copies of November? It's November already. Pitch punch first of the month and get stuff. Uh, signed copies of November's book of the month, Salem Falls by Jody Picoult. Uh, you can join the LBC 97.3 book club uh, and get a taste of Salem Falls by logging on to www.lbc.co.uk. And you could, if you're lucky, have your review posted on the LBC 97.3 website. I wrote a bad review for a book on, uh, that I got from Amazon uh, yesterday. A really nasty, scathing, yet intelligently written review. Uh, this new Neil Diamond biography. And an old cack. It was like it was written, written by a 12 year old. You know when you, you're 12 and you go to school? You write a, write, can you write what happened this weekend? We went to the park. It was good. I saw a dog. It was big. I was on a slide. I was scared. Let's see how this Neil Diamond book was written. Neil Diamond grew up. Life was hard. He wrote a song. It wasn't very good. He wrote another song. It went to number one in the charts. The end. Well, what a load of a waste of money that was. So I wrote a really bad review on Amazon.com. They haven't published it yet. I don't know. Maybe it's, I was a little bit too harsh. Uh, but there we go. Uh, we're asking, what are we, the hell are we asking in this shambolic nonsense that we're churning out today? Nicknames that people do not know they have. Uh, and do you have too much of something? Just too much in your house. And you don't quite know why. Maybe you collect it, or maybe, maybe it's one of those things. You know when, uh, if you say, if you say, oh, I like, uh, I like aeroplanes. I like aeroplanes. Every Christmas, every birthday, you'll get an aeroplane. You'll get a toy aeroplane. You'll get an aeroplane statue. You'll get a miracle aeroplane. You'll get a video on aeroplanes. Cat people. It, it, it's an easy, it's a cop-out thing. Because uh, I like cats, because I've got a cat. I get cat. And, 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 hey, listen, I'm not knocking it. Um, Fifi's parents. But I get cat plates. I get cat mugs. I get cat, shoot. I get cat, 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 cat. I've got too many cat things in my house. Got too many. I, get rid of the cat for God's sake. She's rubbish. Tim is in the High Wycombe. Hello, Tim. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm. Uh, I'm embarrassed by the first half an hour, but let's try not to mention it anymore. Tim, what have you got too many of? Look, look on the right side. Things can only look up. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that. Maybe we should start the show every day, but just rubbish for the first half hour. Has its ups and downs, and you've done the downs. Let's get on with the up. Well, unfortunately, not every show does have, it, have its ups. I refer you, of course, to eight till twelve, Monday to Thursday. But that, that's by the by, Tim. Absolutely. Well, just let me plummet your show a bit further and say I have 33 phones at home. Oh, now, are these mobile phones or, or normal no, no, phones? No, these are static phones, and shall I tell you the really sad thing? Good They're boy. They're all connected. No, how can you have 33 phone sockets? Yeah, you see, I, you see, one of the things is I got, I've always been fascinated by telephones, and just the process of communications, you know, how you can talk to somebody on the other side of the world, you know, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I sort of collected, you know, the old Baker-like things using stop and yarn type movies and yeah. that sort of stuff? I have a phone box in the garden with an AB phone in it. Oh, now, now I don't... Oh, what no, hang on, Tim. I don't remember the AB phones. I'm only 32. But I've heard legend of them where you had to press a button, didn't you? Yeah, you had to put your money in, press button A, and when you were connected, press button Does this phone... I wouldn't mind having a phone box in the garden. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Does it work? It does indeed work. It when you get a bit tipsy, yeah. when you get a bit tipsy, do you go in there and have a wee? No, I don't. No. <laughs> yeah, well, the smell of, the smell of urine is, is what I associate with the red telephone box. No, but when we have barbecues, I have known some of our guests come to the barbecues, go into the phone box to ring for a taxi. No, that, well, that's fantastic. 
I know, and I did make some cards up with my wife's photo on, you know, some of these slightly oh, uh, dubious photos advertising what? female services. Oh, I put my wife's photo on them. Uh, Dear God, is she hot? What a service she <laughs> provide? No, I don't want to know. Yeah. Tim, please tell me you haven't got any of those, you haven't got like a TARDIS phone or a Mickey Mouse phone. I don't. I don't buy anything. Any of those stupid collectible types good, of things. Good. But I do have a candlestick phone. Oh, candlestick phone. Yeah. I've always, you know, I've genuinely uh, always wanted a candlestick phone. And do you know what my pride and joy is? Yeah, go on. An original American call box. Do you not remember those? You used to see them in Kojak and goodness knows what. I haven't got a clue. Uh, uh, genuine? Uh, <laughs> what, what do you mean? You know, you know the ones where people walk to the corner of the street. On a, like a little hood, and it's got the, the phone punched out to the side, and they throw in a quarter and they dial a number. It yeah. usually starts 555. Five, five. Yeah. One of those, a Southwestern Bell telephone. Is it one of the ones with the sliding door? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, yes, I've seen Midnight Run. I've seen, I know those phones. They're always one good. One of those, yeah. Always good. Uh, Tim, listen, I'm now miming holding a candlestick phone. Thank you very much for that. We are asking. Um, which. What, wait. <laughs> Weird stuff has come up there when you type in stuff into Google. Uh, what have you got too, ma too much of, too many of, uh, or indeed too, too little of? Is that a sentence? I'm just... No, it's not really, but the, the meaning is conveyed. I've got too many CDs. I've got too many games consoles. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm getting old. I'm saying I've got too... This is why I've given my PS2 to Agent Chris. But I, I, so I'm trying to get rid of some, but I know in December I'm going to get an Xbox 360. In the new year I get the PS3. In the, in the spring of... Oh, it's getting too many. What have you got too many of? 0870-9090-973. We'll speak to Liz in the Bromley after we've heard these. The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. Old man Pete from the Hearn Hill says, Ian, I've got too many Christmas trees. Six artificial and one real. And this is where it gets n nonsensical. Too many sets of tree lights, 20 at last count. You can't... Tree lights are a nightmare because you never... I mean, we're going to have this whole untangling thing again at this Christmas, aren't we? I've got some excellent tree lights. Kiss tree lights. With... with with kiss on that. Look at that. Liz is in the Bromley. Hello, Liz. Hello, you. Hello, you. How are you? You wanted first-time callers. Now you don't want first-time well, callers. Are you a first-time caller? Well, only to you. I will, no, in that case, you've been trained on, a, on other shows, which means you're ready for the professional level we set on. Not the three-hour, exactly, four-till-seven, no, nearly after Oh, OK. There you go. Whose shows have you been on? Uh, well, dare I mention his name? Oh, uh, the, Phil Collins. The man himself. Sue Studio. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's a good starting ground because it's a very slow, gentle show that's quite predictable. So it, it's good to start there and then come up to the adult show with us. And thank well, you I'm, for Well, I'm a so. first-time caller with you, Ian. Bless you. I didn't like you at first. No, nor did I. Irritating. Irritating, you loud, did, you obnoxious. You me, but I am childish. warming to you now. Yeah. So, uh, on, on a scale of one to ten, you start, let's start off at one and you hated me. No, I started off at zero and I hated you. Okay, that's And now you're creeping up and you've kind of gone to number six. Seven. Number seven. Wow. Oh, you're getting a bit further up the scale. Wow. And can, I, I, can I say Ian Lee's so hot in a sexy voice? Yeah. Mmm, Ian Lee, he's so hot. Yeah, baby. Why did you want to do that if I'm I only a seven? <laughs> because somebody else... Uh, because you said the other week yeah. um, that you wanted women to ring up and Oof. say Ian Lee's so hot. This isn't for the show. This is just for my personal tape that I carry around in my car to make me feel good. Right. But, uh, I, I might loosen my cravat in a minute. I won't, cause it's, <laughs> it's, I'm, I am wearing a cravat again, Liz. Oh, why? Well, we had a cravat special yesterday. That's an old man's thing. Yeah, I know, but I, I think... You're not an old man. No, I, 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 know, I know you sound about 15, but... <laughs> so mm. you're not an old man, are you? Just keep twisting that knife. No, well, no, I'm not an old man. I think I can make cravats trendy again. How? The, the feeling of power, 
of confidence and of class that this cravat is giving me yeah. is quite incredible. And I think it looks sexy, Liz. You've got to be posh to wear a cravat. I am indeed very, very posh. Have you, oh, have you, have you not noticed my accent? Uh, right, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, Agent Chris, can we get a picture of you and me wearing our cravats on the website tomorrow? Can we do that? Excellent. We will put that. On, we'll put a picture of me wearing a cravat tomorrow okay. on the website, Liz. What colour is it? It's well, it's it's yellow. Is it? Mm. Oh, yellow. Oh no, it's not. No, so it's good. gold, 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 gold. Right. Gold. Gold. Yellow's not so good. No, and you're very was... naughty about that clock thing going backwards and forwards. Oh, let's not even go there because you know we we, we can all make mistakes, and it turns out a lot of my listeners made mistakes. I bet they did. Yeah, fools. I bet they're very angry with you now. Well, no, they're listening to Danny Baker. Liz, why have you called in? We've only got we've only got a minute left now. Oh, I was, no, it's um, it was only about nicknames. Nicknames. And I had an ex-boyfriend who used to call me Kissy Face. Kissy face. Obviously, he thought I was quite cute, but uh, as we're just friends now, he doesn't call me that anymore. Would you like him to call you that again, Liz? Um, I did miss it a bit for a while. Yeah. But could... as we're not boyfriend to go. Agent Chris, no. so on the screen there, get rid of Liz and put Kissy face. <laughs> You'll be Kissy face from now on. Is that alright, Kissy face? Kissy face in Bromley, right? Okay. Then. Kissy face in the Bromley. Thank you for calling. Take care. Bye bye. It's a weird show. Whenever she phones up, old man Phil Collins will say kissy face now. That'll upset him. Uh, what have you got too much or too little of in your house? Uh, and nicknames that you've got for people, but they don't know they've got. 0870-9090-973. And a big hello to Elsa on the train. London's LBC 97.3. 0870-9090-973. The three-hour, four-till-seven, Ian Lee, afternoon wireless show. Mm, Ian Lee, he's so hot. Yeah, baby. No way do I ever listen to Ian Lee. Ian Lee, oi, you got any sense at all, you'll dump the the. Fancy a good sit-down? Then try chairs. Sponsors of the Ian Lee Show. Dig in the chairs. And a big thank you to all of our friends at Chairs for the excellent buttock support they have given us. Uh, much, much appreciated. Just think, it was only an hour ago that the worst 30 minutes of radio ever was unleashed upon you. It was only an hour ago how quickly they forget. How soon they forget. Because the last 30 minutes has been... Hang on, here we go, here we go. Ugh! Really hit that in the ribs there with your elbow when you're doing that. The last 30 minutes have been cracking. It has been cracking. Uh, load of stuff on the go. We didn't ask the first time callers to call in. We've kind of retracted that now. We just want experienced callers because it turns out the first time callers are rubbish. If you've called other shows, then that's fine, then, and you've never called this show, then please give us a call. If you've never called a station before, I, you know, this goes against all company policy and all management directives, but, you know, don't call this one. Because it turns out they're rubbish. They're, you know, they need the training. And get the training on, uh, on you know, on, on some of the smaller shows on, on this station. James O'Brien, for example, and I'm not saying smaller show as an insult to him, I'm just putting him in his place. Phil Collins, you know, if you talk about the moon, break yourself in gently, talk about the moon. Or, um, Captain Pugwash. Something like that. Break something gently with Phil Collins, 8 o'clock. Uh, we are asking something or other, I don't know. Let me have a cup of tea. I need to calm down. <sighs> uh, nicknames you've got for people that they don't know that they have. We do have, uh, there's a member of the team. Team. Uh, the most unteam-like place I've ever worked in my life. It's, it's everyone for themselves here. Uh, but there, it is, isn't it? It's a real, you know, you, that's, well, hey, that's my topic. Get off. I did that first. I did it first. 
Um, by the way, if you have enjoyed any of the topics you've heard on this show, then make sure you listen to James O'Brien next week. He'll be he'll probably be doing them about Wednesday or Thursday next week. Uh, nicknames people they, you, they don't know about. Have you got too many or too few of something in your house? 0870 Ian! He's on the text. Simon in the London. We have hundreds of wire and plastic coat hangers. They are in virtually every room apart from the toilet. Simon, could I have some? Because I haven't got enough coat hangers. Really haven't. Well, I thought I didn't. And then it turns out, uh, we haven't got wardrobes because we've got like an attic room, but we've got clothes rails. turns out that Fifi, in, under her clothes rails, has got a big box full of coat hangers. Well, I stumbled across, across this the other day. Oh, yeah, I've, 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 I've had these for edges. <laughs> Karen's in the L Street. Hello, Karen. Hiya. Hello, you alright? Yes, thank you. It's lovely, lovely, lovely to talk to you. I've got to ask you, Karen, have you called, you've called this show before, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, excellent. I thought, I thought so. I recognise the voice. I don't want any first-time callers sneaking through. No, I'm a Nick Ferrari uh, fan. Oh, aren't we all? I love his outrageous views. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, what can I do for you? Um, well, I'm just, I just run up because I've got some nicknames. Some people know and some people don't. Okay. And I, I can't say where I work because then people might guess. Where do you work, Karen? Uh, I work for a retailer, that's all I say. A, a retailer. Is it, is it a shop? Yeah. Is it, uh, it's in Elstree? Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's in, in, on the M25 area. On the M25? Well, it's yeah. a service station then? No, it's not a service station. It's a, a retail park. A retail park. Yeah. Oh, so it's something big. Is it like Carpet Right? No, no. It's Dixon's. a food retailer. That's it, all I'll say. It's a that's food retailer? Possible, possibly a disciplinary action tomorrow if I'm not... Tesco. Careful. Tesco. No, no. Asda. No, no, no. Safeway. No, none of the above. I can't, I can't divulge that. Say Marks and Spencer food. Uh, no. Um. Uh, oh, what's that? What's that one? The new one from that's come from up north. Um, Morrison's. No. No. no okay. No, no. I can't. I can't. Seven Eleven. Huh? Happy Shopper. No. Nissa. No, because honestly, I, I might be guessed, and I could get into serious. Okay. Problems. Okay, Karen. Well, okay. So give us, give us these names you've got. Well, I have one which I know about. I'm not meant to, but they call me the Pitbull. The Pitbull. Yeah, that's because I. Why can't... is that? Is that because you need to wear a muzzle? No, I feel I'm very well. They say I'm assertive. Assertive. I like that word, assertive. Wow, that's a sexy word. Yeah, and then we've got a, a Janetti Spaghetti. Janetti Spaghetti. Is, is Janetti Italian? No, she's normal, quite a normal lady. Oh, she's normal. It went to Janetti, and now we call her Spaghetti. Not Italian. She's normal. Good. And bless her, she's... You she's are a fan great. of Nick Ferrari, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. And then we've got a Cruella. Cruella? Is she... Does she kill dogs? Well, no, but she's got this big coat with a fur thing round her neck, and she's a bit evil. Is that a muff? Does she have a muff around her neck? Yes, I think that could be a muff around her neck, yeah. Thank you. Um, either that or a dead dog, so... One, one of the two. It's so hard to tell the difference these days. And boy, have I got in trouble by confusing a muff with a dead dog. Well, who else? What else have you got, Karen? Um, and we've got a stretch. A stretch? Yeah, and, and I haven't got time. That's the manager. If you say to somebody, I'm going to go and speak to I haven't got time, yeah. they know exactly who I'm talking about. Or And, where, Karen, sorry, remind me where it is you work again? A retailer. Oh, I'm re too smart. You, Karen, you are indeed far too smart for the Lee machine. The Lee machine, there's a, hang on there, there's a name for a, a spin-off toy we could release for Christmas. The Lee machine. I don't know, it'll be a box and it'll just spew out childish nonsense. Lottie's in the Dartford. Hello, Lottie. Hello, Ian. Hello, you. Hello. Hello. I've got a nickname and I don't know what it is. Well, you've got a nickname that what you have? Yeah. And you do... How, I, whoa, hang on a second. So people have a nickname for you? I don't know. What? I don't know. What, what don't you know? I don't know my nickname. Oh, so they have got a nickname for you? Well, I think so. Well, how, hang on. Do you not know if they've definitely got a nickname or not? What? Yeah, they have. I think, hang on a minute. I think, I think that acid's kicking in now. It's, it's yes. Boy, it's working now. It took an hour, but we're there. What do you think they've got a nickname for? What makes you think they've got a nickname for you? 
I don't know. What? Ah! But, 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 oh, God. You, so, you, hang on, you think they've got a nickname for you? <laughs> Is it, it wouldn't be Dotty, Dotty Lottie. <laughs> Mental Lottie. Do so you think they've got a nickname for you? Who, who are these they that you think have a nickname for you? I don't know. Oh, you don't even know who they are! <laughs> so you don't know who these people are who may or may not have a nickname for you? No. Excellent stuff. Lottie? I, we've had a, a scary glimpse into your terrifying world. <laughs> um, put the f put the phone down now and go and see the nurse. <laughs> Bye. Bye. What? <laughs> That's my favourite call of the last couple of weeks. Oh eight seven oh. <laughs> I can't even bother to give out the. N I don't want to give out the number in case any more of her phone in. Oh, it's nearly fourteen past five. Ian Lee. The three hour four till seven Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Come on, feel the noise. Ian, I'm all up for your campaign to make the cravat trendy. This is on the text. You can text in, by the way, 0771-776-0973. I'm 37, I'd love to wear one, but fear I'd be ridiculed or beaten up. Now, interesting point you make there, Simon in the Manor Park. I was laughed at by some hard builders today, but they may have just been laughing at the downfall of my career. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm wearing my cravat and it feels good. Perhaps you could mention some cool cravat wearers from the past to boost their image. And then he cites Basil Fawlty as an example. That's not the coolest. Can we name some cool cravat wearers? I can't think of any. It's, I'm looking at Agent Chris. He's got a shirt on, he's got a gold cravat. He looks cool. You look cool. There's no denying it. A, a bit of posh totty, not Vicky and Croydon, a bit of posh totty came in, she'd be all over you like a rash, like a posh rash. Can we name some posh cravat wearers? We'll be good. Let me do some of these texts and emails. We'll, we'll go to Bernadette. Bernadette in the Mile End. Bernadette? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Can, can I do these texts and emails? No. What? Sorry? No. Well, I've, I've, I, the thing is, I'm a little bit behind on them. What? So? You never read my text messages. Oh, have you sent in a text today? I've sent in loads to you and you never read them. Have, Bernadette, have you sent in one today? Uh, yes. What, what text message did you send in? Um, when you were moaning that you were bottom of the league of text, and I said, well, you've got to read them, so... Oh, don't, don't say... I know, I've seen that one, I've seen that one. Yes, hang on a second. be Wait. in the city. All right, calm down, love, don't get... Jeez. Uh, hang on a second, abuse, 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 uh, where I did... Don't stay there, we'll find it, we'll find it. Um, um, uh, maybe if you read the text, you'll be top of the league, says B in mm. the city. Let's yeah. have a look at the other text B has sent in. It is Tesco, not Tesco's. Yes. You, you bullied have a Ralph. Problem. I'm good at remembering. You bullied Ralph and you never read my texts, says Bernie in the city. <laughs> I'm always stuck in traffic. That's how I listen to you. Hi, Ian. No one flashed. No one else in London listens to you. I am a girl, not a guy. I will switch to Heart FM and I can't be replaced. Yes, and you refer to me as a bloke. Well, you sound like a bloke. No, I don't. Your name. Obviously, your voice sounds like a beautiful, beautiful, slightly stroppy lady. <laughs> I'm not so you're not going to let me read these? Hey, Bernadette, let me read these emails out and you can comment on them as you see fit. Okay. Okay, so you can you can pretend like we're like, um, Sexton and Harriet, okay? You can be my Harriet. Okay. But you're called Bernie. Okay. Uh, dear Liam, I have a friend who collects... Liam! Exactly, thank you. That's what, that's the noise that I heard in my head there. You I think you shouldn't bother reading if you can't get your yeah, name well, right. No, then. spot on. Oh, I like you. You're good. You're good. Uh, nicknames. This is from, uh, Sylvia from the Streatham. Uh, one nickname that comes to mind is that of the girl who clung to me like the mighty limpet when at school. What does that mean? Not a clue. No, I haven't got a clue. Okay, here we go. This is from Anne in Devon. Anne in Devon is good. Ian, my daughter and her friends have the nickname Papa Smurf for one of their teachers. Why? Because he looks like him. 
Uh, Not brilliant. Really funny. It was slight. We could do better, couldn't we? Okay, we go. Yeah. Here we go. Let's try this one. This is uh, from Mark. Ian, I started work at a company, and some of the people in my department referred to one of the directors as Oddbot, which I didn't understand until someone told me what it was about. The bloke was a strange little man, but also looked strange, as my work colleague explained. He had childbearing hips and very small hands for a man, which, to be honest, I wouldn't have wasted my time in noticing. Got you chucked in, didn't it? Uh, yeah. But uh, listen, thanks for calling in. Okay. Take care. Hey, <laughs> hold on. I haven't told you what I called in for. I'm wondering you realise that. Go on, what have you called in for? Um, I've got ten purses. Ten purses? Yes, and I can't, can't stop buying. For, for your what? I can't you stop can't buying can't. them. Whenever I go in the can't. shop, I must buy a purse. Why? I don't know. I just Do you like ever them. use them? Do you have one purse that is Bernadette's main purse that has all your credit cards, your Tesco cards? No, I card? change them depending on what I'm wearing. Oh, dear God. It's sad, isn't You change it depending on what you're wearing? Yeah. So if I'm wearing brown, I carry a brown purse. If I'm wearing black... Black purse? Pink. Orange. Orange purse? Um, when would you wear white. orange? When, when would you wear orange? An orange shirt. I bet that orange looks horrible. Shirt. That's horrible. No, it's not. Not shocking orange. Well, what, what orange? Well, sort of, um, mm, brownish orange. So brown? Yeah. So you'd go for the brown purse? No, 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 no. There's brown, that's dark brown, and orange. Off, you know, like burnt, burnt orange. So you've got a burnt T-shirt you wear? I've got a... <laughs> I've got a burnt orange T-shirt that I wear. It's Tommy Hilfiger, by the way. Leslie Phillips. Uh, no, I thought it was Bernadette in the mild end. Uh, Leslie Phillips wears cravats, says Guy in Neesden. Not going to comment on that? You, you, you've, you've given up as being my Harriet? Uh, no, this cravat. James Bond used to wear... What's his name? Um, James Bond. Oh, gosh, no. The, the um, uh, Roger Moore, he used to wear cravat. Roger Moore is... Oh, well done, of course. Roger Moore wore a cravat, and he was a very cool, handsome man, says Nick in the Muswell. John Pertwee, Mel Gibson... Fred in Scooby-Doo, come on! <laughs> Alan Wicker? <laughs> Basil? The Fred in Scooby-Doo. Do you remember Fred in Scooby-Doo? I was, I was always suspicious of what went on in that mystery machine. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, Bernadette, have we finished? Um, I think we have. You're forgiven now. Thank, uh, thank you, uh, but you're not forgiven. I'm not forgiven? What have I done? Because you've come on and been all stroppy. Okay, I'll be more stroppy. You look like him. What's his name? What? In Emmerdale, Marlon Dingle. Cut her off! What happened there? No, what happened there? We're getting some good... Mel Gibson in Maverick? I've never even heard of Maverick. Leslie Phillips, Tony Hart, says Andrea. Of course Tony Hart wears a cravat. We can make the cravat cool again. It looks brilliant. We'll put a picture on the website tomorrow of myself uh, with beard and cravat and Agent Chris with beard and cravat. And you'll get to see um, Agent Chris's face at long last. Alleluia. Uh, Andrew is in the haze. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Ian. How you doing? Um, it's, been a <laughs> it's been a weird show tonight. Yeah, I've just listened to that previous lady, actually. She seemed uh, very full-on. She seemed really stopping there. What was she banging on about? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I look nothing like Marlon Dingle. No. Good. Not at all. Thank you, sir. You can stay on and make your point. Wh which is? Um, a couple of things, actually. Uh, too many things that I have at home. Yeah, go on. Uh, I have mm, close on 400 books, I think it is. Now, uh, when we got, when I, I bought my first, or when I bought my first, my only flat, um, I, we started collecting books, and, we, and we've got loads of books, but the thing is, there are very few books I'm ever going to read a second time. Do, uh, you, do you go back to your books, Andrew, or do you have them there just to look a little bit poncy? I, I do actually go back to them. I've actually got books that I've read about four or five times. 
Really? And, and some other ones I've read sort of like more than once. I've read like two or three times. Depending I... on whether or not how many I've actually sort of bought recently or... There's a few books I would read. For example, Slaughterhouse-Five by Kurt Vonnegut. I've read it a dozen times. I will read it again later this year because it, it, it's brilliant. But most of the books I'm not really going to go back to. But you guys, I feel bad throwing books away. I can't do it. I, I get... I do get... I'm not so really upset, but I get quite annoyed if a book gets damaged. Yeah. I've got uh, a dog and he managed to chew the corner of one of my books. Do you know what? I must uh, have brought up properly, because one of the things I cannot do, I cannot do, when I was at college or at school, whatever, I can't make notes in a book. No, I can't. It's sacrilege. You can't write in a book. You can't do it. It is sacrilege. You just can't do it. No. It's not okay. allowed. Uh, Frank Spencer used to wear a cravat, says Sarah and Robin from the Farnham. Oh, here we go. Here's a good cravat wearer, Andrew. Sorry, I'll come back in a second. Uh, Ian, for cravat wearers, what about all the sexy female cabin crew on British Airways? Oh, mm. that's, that's true, isn't it? Nice. Man alive, those, those air stewardesses. You, <laughs> you, I'd like to kiss, kiss them. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, Andrew, what else? Sorry, you had another point. Yeah, um, I was also going to say about nicknames that people have got that they don't realise they have. Yeah, go on. Um, well, there was a girl that we, that my friend, group of friends know, we call BBNB. BBNB? Yeah. Okay, is it, can, are we, is it, are we allowed to say this? Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I think so. Okay. It stands for Big Baps No Brain. Big Baps No Brain. We can just, and did she ever find out that that was her nickname? I don't think so. And she was a friend of yours? Yeah. There Listen. we go, there we go. Uh, thank you, Andrew. 0870 <laughs> Oh, Terry Thomas wore a, privat, uh, a cravat. A cravat? <laughs> what was going on there? Uh, uh, oh, De Dell in the Gravesend. Hello there. What? Ah, excellent stuff. Uh, we are asking, what have you got too much or too little of? I can't throw away books. I can't do it. Can't do it. Got a stack load as well. It'll be good to be able to throw them away. But I just don't quite know what to do. Uh, Samit, my night rider correspondent. Me and my cousin have seen Agent Chris's face, and so has all my family. I'm the only person to meet and see Agent Chris. He's very mysterious. I promise you we will put his picture on the website tomorrow, okay? And I, we have had a lot of complaints. What does Agent Chris look like? What does he look like? And that's exactly the voice that the people who want to see Agent Chris speaking. Uh, what have you got too much or too little of, uh, in your house? Um, I tell you what, the other day, we do, I, we, it came upon me, I only had three knives in the flat. Three knives! That's ridiculous! I went and bought a stack load of knives. Um, and also nicknames that people don't know they have. We'll have more of your texts and emails after we've had a little bit of this. The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. Gulp. Uh, Ian, I had a colleague we named Cracker because she resembled Robbie Coltrane. Alex, shame on you. Uh, Rigby and Rising Damp wears a cravat, says Pat. Um, and Noel Coward, of course. Too much clutter, 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 says Kim in Slough. Uh, chuck it out. We are asking, what have you got too much of? Uh, in your house, in your car, uh, what could you do with more of? 0870-9090-973. More of your calls, texts and excellent emails after the news. London's LBC 97.3 The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show Oh, be Coltrane calling his little fat buddy you got your ears on Oh, chrome dome You can't ride in my car anymore I don't want any more flab in my cab I can't catch the new boys. Hello, I'm you. Gone. Oh, he's gone. Roscoe's gone. Oh, I've, I've got to ask Agent Chris a question, him, if I can mention uh, Dirk Benedict or, or not. Hello, you. This is the three-hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon Wiley show. It's night time out there. I can't believe it. 
It's actually night time at 5.34. There's a time check. Stick that time check in your clock and smoke it, for goodness sakes. Uh, what have you got too much or too little of in your house, in your life? Uh, I've got too many CDs. Someone's just emailed in saying, you can, if you've got too many books, you can take them to libraries. Do libraries accept books, do they? Obviously, I take them to the charity shop. If I'm not, I'm not going to throw them away. I would never do that. But uh, I feel bad going to the library, taking some books in. But if, if you can do that, that's perfectly uh, good thing to do. Uh, nicknames people don't know that you've got. And uh, famous cravat wearers. We've just had a load of uh, Nick in the Horsham, and someone on the email uh, has mentioned, um, oh, what's the fella's name? Sharon says, Peter Bowles, of course, from To the Manor Born and Only When I Laugh. Yes, uh, one of the greatest cravat wearers uh, in the world. Uh, and Melis who is the person who called me Liam yesterday. She's emailed in. I have a question for you. To your knowledge, have you got a nickname? Well, it turns out Clyde Ball calls me the Beanpole. I don't quite know why. Not quite sure why he does that. I think it's a little bit naughty. But uh, apparently he does. Uh, looking at that. Give us a call if you want to. 0870 Steve is in the Westway. Hello, Steve. Yeah, hello, Ian. Yes, yeah, Steve. I am in the, the West Way. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, with all the other idiots trying to get home here. Oh, loser. <laughs> where, where, where is the West Way? That's southwest, isn't it? Between Paddington oh. and uh, leading out from Paddington. I'm going oh, up. Oh, I know. I wake up to see a nice firework display, but I think I'll still be here in a bloody morning. But a firework display tonight? Yeah. On a Tuesday? That's great, isn't it? That's virtual insanity, as JK would sing with his band Jamiroquai. Yeah. Why would you want to go on a Tuesday? I haven't got a clue, but I love fireworks, so I'm going even though I'm an old fart. So Do I you know what? I was, it was mooted to me that maybe I should buy some fireworks and set them off in my garden this year. I have never lit a firework in my life. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm your prolific go back and light the ones that have gone out. Steve, do not, do not, if it goes out, do not approach. <laughs> do not go back. I know. If I bought some fireworks, and I'm kind of sorely tempted, although I, I know it will always be disappointing. What do I need? I need a melt bottle and a, a lighter. Yeah, I, it, listen, when I was a kid, right, Yeah. and, and I used to live in uh, the Woodford, and um, my mum my mum and dad, they let me light some fireworks. Your mum? Flat. Yeah. Mum and dad, right, in yeah. a milk bottle on the on the landing, and they used to shoot yeah. across and nearly go into other people's houses. Hang on. Your mum used to let you light fireworks on, on the landing of the flats? Yeah. Well, and, and you turned out all right, haven't you? Uh, well, just about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. By yeah. the way, is, I reckon, Michael Caine in Alfie. Does he wear a cravat in Alfie? I think so. I really think so. Now, you, you put the image of Michael Caine wearing a cravat, and it doesn't seem that alien. I don't know if he does in Alfie. I'm not... Do you know what? I, I'm absolutely convinced that he did, but I thought I'd put it forward and see if anybody else knew. I bet the thing is, I, I, we're trying to make cravats cool. I bet that Ponce, Jude Law, wears a cravat sometimes. <laughs> I think he does. Oh, isn't he? He's awful, isn't he? He's probably the only person in the world I could beat up in a fight. He's, uh, mind you, he was good in a film, uh, some Russian film, where he was a dustman, by the way. Where he was a what? A dustman? No, a marksman. A marksman in the Russian film Jude Law? In some Russian-type thingy, yeah. Steve. You know, it's about the Russian war, I don't know, you know. And, uh, what? See the type of films I see, can't you? Yeah, I, I can. The arty-farty Russian films with Jude Law. Ian! This is from Sarah and Robin in the final. The sexy girls in Robert Palmer's Addicted to Love video wore cravats, didn't they? And I've just made a joke there by not saying something. Uh, Ian, there was a dinner lady at my secondary school. One of her eyes was droopy, and we called her Eileen. Get it? Says Jay from the SW19. Uh, Andrea from the Waffle So says, I have too many cushions and drinking glasses. And there is a guy in our office that has a grey streak in his hair that looks like bird's muck. He is known as Nelson, as in Nelson's column. Took him two years to find out. Uh, Caro is in the Isle of Dogs. 
Ah, I got it wrong. I was thinking of Charo. Come on, pay attention. I'm paying attention. Yes, sir. <laughs> what can I do for you, Charo? One of the most famous cravat wearers. Charo, don't go. <laughs> Charo, don't go. It's Elvis, isn't it? Doing Elvis. That's why we love you, because you're a daft as a box of lights. Get out of here, you cheeky mare. <laughs> do you fancy a drink after this nonsense? I can't. I'm working tonight, sweetheart. Oh, forgot. What are you doing? I'm a chauffeur. A show? Oh, uh, whoa, hang on, whoa. Are you a hot lady chauffeur with a posh car? No, I'm not a hot lady chauffeur. I'm just an ordinary chauffeur. Ah, in that case, I'm not bothered. But I've got a hot car. Well, well, let, let, can, I get, can I get in your back? Yeah, of course you can. Lovely. What uh, can I do for you, Caro? One of the most famous cravat wearers, and young Peter didn't know who he was. Yeah, OK, well, this is the Peter on the telephone here. Well, OK, give us, give us the name. Prince Rainier of Monaco. He's dead, isn't he? Yeah, but he used to be... You know, you always Hang on, hang on one second, hang on, turn this mic off on it. Pete, you don't know who Prince Rainier of Monaco is, you fool! Get him off the phones, get him off! I shall not have an idiot working on this show. <laughs> What's an idiot? Do not know who Prince Rainier of Monaco is. Oh, he's lovely, leave him alone. Prince Rainier is lovely, leave him alone, Pete. And Michael Caine did wear a cravat in Alfie. Are you sure? Yeah, white shirt and a navy blue blazer. Oh, he was good looking in that, wasn't he? He was, yeah, not too bad. He was a, he wore a cravat, I think, in The Swarm as well. What, the bees? The killer bees, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, well, well I, I, I think he did. Did he? I think so. Well, if, I, if he did, I stand corrected. Well, then stand corrected. Now, we all stand corrected together, as Paul McCartney uh, would sing in, like, one of his songs and stuff. Oh. Julia. Ian. Yes? <laughs> is it Julia? I've been hanging on. Well, all right, all right, come on. Is it Julia? Yes, it is. Okay, that's an interesting name. Thank you. Is it foreign? Yes, it is. It's a Turkish name. A Turkish name? I like it. How do you spell it? H-U-L-Y-A. Why? Well, are you, do you fancy going out for a drink after the show tonight? <laughs> I'm married. So what? It's the 21st century. Anything goes. <laughs> no. Are you, and it looks like you're going to stick with your husband, does it? Possibly. Po oh, possibly. <laughs> so if some lanky, good-looking idiot wearing a cravat were to whisk you off your feet, you could, you could fall. Hey, listen, I might be swayed. Oh, nice one. Come on, this is working <laughs> better than I thought. Really, well, listen, tell me what you're calling for and then we'll take it from there. Oh, right, let's see. Uh, I've got tons of kitchen stuff. I'm a chef, you see, I could, I could cook you a really good meal. Really? I'm vegetarian. Are you? Yeah. That's all right, that's no problem. Nice one. Okay. <laughs> dump, dump your old man, he sounds like a loser. <laughs> Listen, I, I can I can get to Walthamstow. Let's just let's just eat and make love all evening, shall we? Can we? I've got two kids. I've got baggage. Well, I tell you what, forget a babysitter, don't I mean? For God's sakes, <laughs> I can afford a nanny. I'm loaded. And yeah, I really, I'm what, like that guy that. Oh no, actually, we're not meant to mention the first half. No, don't mention the first half hour. But yes, like Chris with his like, two motorbikes. <laughs> like the self-obsessed. Yeah, exactly. He was weird, wasn't he? What a loon. What I'm a loon. sorry, but what a tune. I mean, he really was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was absolutely... I, I, I... You know what? I was going to ring... <laughs> I was trying to ring through at that point just to try and talk to him. Yeah, oh, oh really? Ho hook me up so that I could give him a piece I'm... of my mind and explain to him exactly why he doesn't actually I'm, I'm going off you, Huli. You're a bit of a hussy. You, it seems like you go with anyone. <laughs> no, I was going to tell him oh, off. You are going to tell him off. Oh, well, in that case, I like you Talk again. him out. Yeah. Walthamstow style. Oh, no, you scared one of the children by being so aggressive, Julia. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Put a dummy in it. Now, quickly, what do, what do you want? Well, what do I want? What do I want? Uh, I've got tons of kitchen stuff. You name it, I've got it. Pots, pans, toasting machines, the works. What, what machines? It's just overflowing. What, machine, what machines did you say? 
toasting machine, what, to- a toaster. I've got a toaster, <laughs> a grill, a toasting machine, oh, right. a griddle. What's a toasting machine, though, as opposed to a toaster? Oh, yeah, no, right, okay, you know, like, when you make, like, toasted sandwiches, that kind of thing. Oh, a breville. Yeah, mm. a breville, yeah. I'm, I'm having it. breville tonight. Now you've said the word breville, everybody is going to climb up on that chair, get that, yeah. that cheesy breville thing yeah, off the top absolutely. cupboard. Yeah, absolutely, a nice bit of mature cheddar. Oh, and have two days' worth yeah. of breville before they get sick of it. Yeah. Have you, how many blenders have you got? Oh, I've got about three of them. Oh, man, why come you've got so much stuff? <laughs> I've got a hand one, a, a big, massive sort of, like, double contraption. Yeah. I've got another smaller one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Brilliant. Listen, I don't think it could work between us. You've got too much kitchen equipment. I know. I, I think that's probably right, actually. Bless you. Listen, thank you very much for calling. I like her. She can call again. Can we put stars by people's names when they call in for the ones we like? I don't know. I'd put, I'd put two stars there. <sighs> Such a random show today. I, I, no, I'm not going to apologise, goddammit. I stand by it. I will defend this show in a punch-up in a car park with anybody out there who challenges me. Yeah. Uh, Ian Hugh Hefner wears a cravat. He's the ultimate playboy, says Krishna in the King's Room. Uh, yes, we've got the Peter Bowles. Uh, Peter Wingard from the 70s. <laughs> from the 70s. <laughs> Oh yeah, for, oh yeah, I remember him from the, he was, he was in the 70s, wasn't he? Yeah, remember him. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. You can text in as well, 0771 Very quickly, Tarek from West London. Ian, I've run out of sleeping tablets. I desperately need to get to sleep tonight. Should I listen to Phil Collins as an alternative to sleeping tablets? It will do you good. It's 5.44. The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. This is a great text. This is from uh, James in the Hendon. Ian. In the car on the way to school today, out of the blue, my six-year-old daughter, Claudia, turned to me and asked, Dad, does Ian know everything? Ian who, I replied. Ian Lee, she said. Come on! And then he's, he's muffed it up by saying, obviously I told her you didn't know everything and that you're a lunatic. Well, that's not fair, because I do know pretty much everything. But the fact that six-year-olds think I may know everything. Man, that's so- I love that. Uh, Joe in the sun says, Ian, I'll fight you in the car park. The Jude Law film is Enemy at the Gate. Bring it on, Joe. But, you know what I mean? Seriously, bring it on. We'll have some of that. Uh, Michael Caine wore a cravat in Dirty Rotten Scoundrel, says Nigel in the wedding. Of course he did. Of course he did. Neil is in the Waterloo. Hello, Neil. Hello, Ian. Hello, Neil. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, you. Yeah, yeah all right, all right. I'm a bit hungry. I've not brought in, um, uh, I normally bring in sandwiches from Marks and Spencers. And I, I kind of mistimed my, and I've not got any food, so I'm starving. So you're on the munchies tonight. I'm on the munchies On the tonight. munchies. On the munchies. That's the thing, when the pret draw the Marks and Spencers, they do the good sarnies, don't they? So. I don't like the pret a because I see why I'm vegetarian, and all you can get in pret a is roasted vegetables and cream cheese. I know what you're saying, or full-fat stuff. I don't want roasted vegetables. Whereas in the Marxes, the Marxes, you've got your, your Wensleydale and, and uh, um, carrot, your caramelised yeah. carrot, you've got your cheese and onion basic, you've got yeah. um, your brie and grape. Oh, that's a dirty sandwich. Anyway, uh, now, sorry, we've not, you're not calling to discuss uh, sandwiches. We're not calling to discuss. We are not calling. calling on, the, on the topic of cravat. The, the cravat. I'm pretty sure Peter Sellers yeah. used to wear a cravat. Oh, you, you know, he did, didn't he? One of those big, colourful, shiny ones. Yep. Um, and the other only person I think wears one, but not so much on screen, is probably Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. I don't like Sean Connery. No, he's a very strange bloke. He's a grumpy... Well, I, I can say like this... Him or you hate him. He's a grumpy, like miserable, rubbish James Bond. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't, I t- of course, the, I mentioned this earlier in the office, the greatest cravat wearer is the father from Father Dear Father. Father from father, dear father. Come on, don't tell me you don't remember that, Neil. Nah, so young. Uh, how old are you? 
Twenty twenty-eight. Oh well, yeah. I suppose you you are just a boy. If uh, in the great scheme of Ian Lee ageometer, which I'm developing, you, you are just a boy. Uh, Blake Carrington from Dynasty was a cravat wearer. He was an old git, but he did pull the younger birds. That in the in the uh, Islington. Oh, there you go. Uh, Andy's in the Colchester. Hello, Andy. Hello, mate. Come on. What can I do for you, sir? Well, a couple of things uh, about um, what you've got too much of. I've got too many videos. How many videos you got? Uh, six hundred. Oh, um, not pre-recorded. I've recorded myself. Averaging oh. about three films to a video. So, so hang on. Six hundred of those Memorex and all that stuff you've taped off the telly? That's it, yeah. Are there, do, now, are you good at labelling them, or do you do what I do, you go, you know which, what's on each tape without a label? No, that's, that's the job for the wife. She, she's got to do something useful. So she labels it up? That's it, yeah. Oh, man. And do you ever watch any of them again? Because stuff when you take, do you, when you record something on the ITV, do you press the pause button on the adverts? Uh, no. Oh, that's a shame. That's a I know, shame. but I'm in, in the process of transferring them all over to DVDs now, so... Really? Yeah, it takes up, takes up less space. Yeah, no, that's true. Oh, no, that's true. That Maybe that's something I should do. Well, it makes, makes life easier, doesn't it? It makes life easier, if a little bit dull while you're doing it. Uh, yeah. I was trying to, I've, I've got some stuff on my DV video camera, right? And I was trying to put some of it on VHS for a friend. And it wouldn't work. And it, it was all jumpy, the picture was jumpy, it was all digitising. And I was rewinding the tape, I was blowing on it, I was putting different tapes in. In the end, the way I got it to work, Andy, I gave it a really good smack. And it, it, saw, it sorted everything out. Well, that's often the best way to solve, solve the problem, isn't it? Well, apparently so, that's not very reliable. Uh, anything else you got, Andy? Yeah, I was just thinking as well, um, you talk about cravats. How yeah. about Frankie Howard? Did he wear a cravat? Yeah, I think he did. If you, uh, it's one of his programs where he's the French artist and builds the what? statue in his bedroom. I you think. are thinking of, um, Hancock. Uh, sorry, Hancock. Yes, yes. Yeah, Hancock in, um, what was that? It was a film, wasn't it? What was that film called? Oh, I can't for the life of me remember. It wasn't the Punch and Judy Man, was it? No, I don't think it was. Philip, Philip himself, Norwood, my TV historian. If ever I needed you, sir, I need you now. What was that film called where Hancock was the artist and, um, wasn't the great pretender? Oh, there we go, yes, now the backlash of the cravats is beginning. Polly says, Ian, didn't Harold Steptoe wear a cravat? Yes, he did. Uh, um, the dad... Oh, Patrick Cargill was the dad in Father, Dear Father. Oh, Philip in South Norwood hasn't phoned in. I was expecting that. I, I was hoping that was like um, Commissioner Gordon putting a call through to the Batman. We get an instant response, but instead, no. He's probably out watching telly somewhere. Uh, 0870 We're carrying all of this stuff uh, and more. I, I want to know, you know when you're supposed to be working? Uh, we're still carrying on talking about what you've got too much to little of, cravats and nicknames that people don't know how. But you know when you're supposed to be working? What are you really doing? I found out today... And initially I was, I thought, it was, I thought it was funny, now I'm a little bit angry. Agent Chris, he sits at the computer, he's got his back to the wall, so he's facing the rest of the office and no one can see what's on his computer. I went round to have a little look, and, uh, is that John McEnroe? What's he looking stupid for? John McEnroe with a wig. I went round to have a look at his computer to see what he was typing up. He was watching blooming uh, Dr. Dick Van Dyke detective di diagnose his murder with, with Barry Van Dyke. He was watching the telly. His computer, he can watch the telly on it. What? And I was going, Chris... Sorry, were you not typing up that stuff for me? Oh no, I was doing this, wasn't I? Is it? You know, I love this watching Big Van Dyke. Is it? You're not supposed to know this. Don't tell the butts. So, what things do you do when you're supposed to be working? Fair play. I check all of my different email accounts, of which I have 700, uh, and I go on the eBay. I've confessed that before. 
Uh, and I go to this Tommy Boyd website, just to have a look at that, because it's quite, it's quite interesting. And he's, he's the government. What stuff do you do when you're supposed to be working? Give us a call, 0870 The phones have gone mental recently. I'm guessing there's a lot of complaints coming in. We'll find out after this. The three-hour, four-till-seven Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Thank you, Asan, for that information. Oh, indeed. Asan or Lawrence, or, or Ashan, as Clyde calls him. Um, John Cleese in 40 Towers wears a cravat, says David. Yes. We're trying to find cool cravat wearers. I don't know if we've succeeded. We've had... Oh, stop calling. It was The Rebel. It was the uh, Hancock film. It's a good film, actually. These films aren't brilliant, but it's a good film. Um, too much or too little of something. Uh, nicknames that people don't know they have. Uh, and cravat wearers. Susan is in the Edmonton. Hello, Susan. Hi, Susan. How are you? Um, not bad, thanks. I um, I actually rang in to let you know who the father was from the program Father. Oh, uh, we've. I just it's Patrick Cargill. Oh, no, I just heard it, Patrick Cargill. And who the, the, um, and who played his nanny? Uh, in, definitely in the film, possibly in the TV series. Um, you know who she is. She yep. is now Nana. In Nana Moon. Moon. It's Nana Moon. Nana Moon, yeah. And she looks as old then as she does now. Exactly, exactly. About a month ago, <laughs> about a month ago, I stayed up and watched the Father Dear Father film. A load of old rubbish. But, uh, but yeah, no, Nana Moon was comes he, in. Was he in the film as well then, Patrick Cargill? Yeah, he was in the film, wasn't he? Because there, there was definitely a film with him in it and all the same people. And then right. didn't they make a series of it in Australia? Oh, oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get all, all Clive Bull here, but I seem to remember them going to Australia for a series, because it was all slightly different film quality and was a bit weird. It wouldn't surprise me, because it was actually quite a good programme. It so was all right. His, his daughters were hot. Well, you, you have to bear in mind that I'm from a generation where there wasn't an awful lot of good TV, so... I'm guessing you're about the same age as me. <laughs> Supposedly. I don't know how old you are. I'm 32. You? I'm 32. I'll get out of here. I'm older than you. How old are you? I'm not telling you, don't ask the lady her age. Well, I'm, I'm, I know, that's why I'm asking you. How old are you? No, I'm not going to tell you. Forty-six. Forty-six. Oh, close, close. Fifty. No, I'm not bloody fifty. Oh, so, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm judging from I your... No, you said bloody. From your foul language, Susan, I'm guessing you're forty-eight. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm nearer the other side. I'm the other side of 48. The nice side of 48. I've got, a, I've got a few years before I hit the 50 mark. Well, how many years? Just tell me how old you are, woman. Will you stop going on about it? It's 44. 44. Just, just say that I'm a mature woman. <laughs> All right. If you don't tell me, I'm going to. From now on, you're going to be 50 year old Susan from the Edmonton. No, don't you dare. Well, tell me how old you are. I thought you were actually quite a nice chap. I listened no, to you on the way home in the no, car, and I thought, oh, I'm he's horrible. really nice. And no. now I realise... I'm obnoxious. You are, aren't you? I am. But I love... Are you having a bad day? I'm <laughs> having a flipping terrible day. Are you? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, Susan, right. so you're 43. <laughs> okay, I'll accept that. Oh, I mean, she's 44. <laughs> Susan, thank you very much. 50-year-old Susan from the Edmonton. Isn't it weird people won't say their ages? It's a strange thing. Uh, you shouldn't, like, well, well, why shouldn't you ask a lady her age? Because from now on, every lady that phones in, I'm going to ask them their age. <laughs> the phones go dead. And that's the noise that dead phones make, for goodness sake. Uh, Matthew from the Bellingham says, Ian, I had a teacher called Mr. J uh, at school. And me and my mates used to call him Mr. Fish because of the fact he smelled of fish. And also Mr. Goldfish because of the fact he was so forgetful. When he found out about the nicknames... He left the school. Oh, that's sad. Bullying teachers. Ah, uh, what things do you do when really you should be working? Agent Chris, it turns out, watches Diagnosis Murder. I'm always checking the, the eBay. Give us a call. Be honest with us. 0870-9090-973. And if any ladies call in, I shall be asking for your age. More calls, texts and emails after the news.
London's LBC 97.3. 0870 90 90 973. The three hour, four till seven, Ian Lee afternoon one of the show. What would you do if Ian Lee came along? I'd shut the door in his face. My favourite show on LBC, Ian Lee, 97.3, proper busy. No way do I ever listen to Ian Lee. Tired of standing around? You need chairs. Sponsors of the Ian Lee Show. Mm, I love chairs. Simon in the Seven Oaks, it was GBH. Just answered a question on a text there for one person. I don't mind doing that. It was GBH. Uh, and Ali from Sarah's... My friend Wayne emailed in the other day. Can we stop the music? It's a personal bit. My friend Wayne emailed in the other day. I've lost your email address, so email back in. And the show's rocking and rolling. That's the last hour of the show. I'm a little bit hyper, I think, because I've not brought in my, um, my sandwiches from Marxist, so I think I'm just, you know, it's not very lucky. Uh, let's, let's, let's go straight to Phil on the M25. Let's, let's not, let's cut to the chase. Let's not mess around. Phil on the M25, you've called in to tell me what you do when you should be working, haven't you? Yeah, well, it's, what I should be doing is I should be sat in the back of the vehicle. Yeah. Watching DVDs. What? In an air-conditioned air leather seats yeah. at a champagne bar. That's what you should be doing. Yeah, because while I wait for passengers. I mean, what? I drive a stretch limousine. Yeah. So I'll take people into town. Yeah. I'll drop them off, and my job is to wait for them. Your job is to, so your job is to watch mucky DVDs and drink champagne in a stretch limousine? Well, I can't drink the champagne, because no. I can't get drunk and drive. Of but course not, of course not, sir. Yeah, but apart from that, yeah, I'll get Is that the cushiest job in... And, like, the thing is, as well, I bet in your rear-view mirror, when you're carting these no-hopers about, they're up to all kinds of sexy shenanigans, aren't they? Everything, mate. Everything happens in the back of these. Really? Everything. And you have to wipe it all down, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Phil, it's a, it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. We, we are asking. I don't quite know how that fitted in, but it's always nice to hear about mucky sexual goings-on in a posh car. Uh, we are asking... Ah, uh, what what do you do when you should be doing your work? Your proper work. Agent Chris watches Dr. Dick Van Dyke Detective, otherwise known as Diagnosis Murder. An excellent television... It's, oh, it's a brilliant show, Chris. Thing is, I didn't know you were watching it. Oh, am I allowed to mention, um, Dirk Benedict yet? Can I mention him? No. Oh, man! So frustrating. Uh, anyway, what do you do when you should be working? Uh, are you checking the eBay? Are you going through your emails? Uh, maybe you're a milkman and you should be delivering milk, but instead you're making love to old women. I don't know. Give me a call and let me know. Can we find... We've only got 50 minutes left of the show. A big sigh of relief there across London. Can we find London's most successful skyver? I want to find someone, the best skyver, the one who gets away with doing the least, has the most fun, but still gets paid. 0870-9090-973. We're also asking, have you got nicknames for people uh, that they don't know about? Um, cool cravat wearers. We're going to make the cravat cool. Everyone will be asking for cravats by Christmas. That's, that's the plan. Um, and uh, what have you got too much or too little of? Barbie is in the Highgate. Hello, Barbie. Hello. Happy Diwali, Barbie. Uh, thank you very much. Pleasure. Eve Mubarak. Uh, what can I do for you, uh, Bobby? Um, I was talking, you were talking about uh, nicknames that um, no. you give people. Yes. And uh, when we moved into our house, this was a long time ago now, but um, there was a family across the road, and they were really weird. The guy was about seven foot tall, yeah. and his wife was about three foot tall. Ooh, that's And these really peculiar looking children. Yeah, I bet. And we started calling them the Munsters. And oh. we just referred to them as the Munsters. See, the Munsters have got a new car, blah de blah de Now, blah. I've been referred to as her the Munster in my past, and I've got to tell you, Bobby, it hurts. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> sorry about that. Did they ever okay. find out? Um, well, what happened was, we had 
when we moved here, we only had one child. Eventually, we had three children. And oh, yeah. the little one, one day, who just thought they were called the Munsters, opened the door and said, Mom, it's Mrs. Munster. Oh, no. So it was a bit embarrassing. Oh, what a little so-and-so. Okay. No, 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 but she had no idea. Yeah, but still, you know, you can't hit them these days, can you? No. <laughs> and what did, what, did, what did the monsters say when you, they found well, out? Well, I just blushed and I did, I just passed out. I just thought, yes, how can I help you? I didn't mention it and oh. I don't know whether she understood. She probably thought, you know, the child was a bit weird or something. Well, Barbie... Probably refer to us as the name as well, you Well, know? Yeah, that's the thing. I think we've all got... I'm trying to think. I've, no, actually, I haven't got... I've got nicknames for, for some neighbours, but I, uh, until they've sold their flat and moved out, I can't, I can't even begin to go there. But Barbie, thank you very much. I've already given away. We do have a nickname for someone who works here on the LBC 97.3 broadcasting team. I can't mention that nickname, though, because, you know, it, it is done affectionately. It's done very affectionately. That's that's the problem. Um, but it would, would get us in trouble. Uh, Mick is in the Orpington. Hello, Mick. Hello. Um, how are you doing, Ian? It's nice to talk to you at last. Mick, one second there. Did you nearly forget my name for a second? No, I was going around a mini roundabout. <laughs> hey, I could hear you going around that mini roundabout in your head, you fool. <laughs> Mick? But I was trying to work out whether I have to give way to the left or right like the women do, but I, I was all right. Stick so to the rules of the... Isn't it weird? On mini roundabouts, you know, obviously you give way to people on the right. Yeah, on mini right. roundabouts, the law seems... It's all a bit random, isn't it? Yeah, well, it depends on if you get there ten seconds before someone else sometimes. Yes, But then true. you all stare at each other and wave. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Things I've got too much of. Status yeah. quo albums. Oh, really? 107. Shut up, have you? Yeah. They've not released 107. No, I think it's something like 38 with the new one or something like that. Yeah. But I've been collecting imports, Japanese imports. If Ooh. I go... Recently went to America, had to buy a couple of American imports. It's just something I do. Oh, yeah. Boot sales are lethal. Yeah, of course they are. I, yeah, I know, I know what the thing is, I know what I mean. I, I used to be the same with Monkeys and Beach Boys records. I've not got 107. Do you ever play them, Mick? Yeah, I do. Some of the older ones, I'm not so keen on their new stuff. It's pretty ropey, actually. What was that? What's, yeah, their, their last single was rubbish, wasn't it? Yeah, it was absolutely, the, the, yeah. And that awful, that's it, the worst thing they ever did was they got the, this, it was a big coup because they got the original, all of the Beach Boys back together, including Brian. And oh, they did that right. awful, I get, was it Fun, Fun, Fun or I Get fun, Around? Fun, Fun, they did, it's yeah. Embarrassing. It too good. Did you, was, did you see them on Coronation Street last night? Yeah, unfortunately I did, yeah. Rubbish, it's the first time it? I've watched Telly in two years and it was on. Shut up, what? Yeah, no, I don't watch telly. Why? Uh, oh, it just goes back when I was married. I was like, basically, well, not false, but it was on all the time. Yeah. My missus used to watch every single soap. Telly's brilliant. So I'm a little bit anti-telly now, so I just sit there doing the internet radio and bits and pieces like that, Ooh, quite happily playing the music. A geek. So, but you watched it, and it, it was rubbish last night, wasn't it, Corey? I thought it was quite funny, actually. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a bit like a really bad... It was like, um... Uh, hello, hello, or something. It was all yeah, shouting yeah. and. Um... Uh, before that, my landlord had um, East, End, uh, East Ended on. He's got the thing he's got. Uh, the what? best things in life are fair. Watch it when I please type thing you have on. What? The, um, where you can pause it and play it when oh, you want. The brilliant Sky Plus? That's that, yeah, I think it is. We yeah. love, Mick, we love the Sky Plus. Mick, I, I, I'm going to be confused towards the end, but thank you very much for that. Oh, here we go. Simon in the London. I think LBC li listeners need to hear the very best of Ian Lee each weekend. What do you think? I think it's a, I think it's a brilliant idea. Would we get paid more money for that? I don't know. If, if not, then they can stuff it. They're not getting any more than they get out of me already. Uh, it's coming up the last few quarters of the show. It's been a weird old show today. But there's still time to join in. None of the ladies are calling in because I said I was going to ask them their age. <laughs> That's why. 
Oh, uh, I might not in that case. 0870 is the telephone number. What do you do when you should be working? What have you got too much or too little of? Uh, and nicknames you've got for people that they don't know they have. It's 14 past 6. The 3 hour, 4 till 7, Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show. So, hey, from Catford has sent it. Where is this? Let me just click on this. Hang on a second. Well, we're still having the beer grain competition, which will end, I'm afraid, next Tuesday will be the last day. I have to shave my beard off on Tuesday. Uh, and there'll be a picture of my beard and Agent Chris's beard on the website tomorrow. So, hey, was emailed his in. Looking good. It's looking good, isn't it? It's not bad. It's, it's definitely better than Agent Chris's by some considerable... I know he's looking at the Tommy Boyd website. Good work. Uh, TommyBoyd.com. Uh, uh, but it's looking good there. He's got a, he's got a cravat! He's wearing a cravat! Oh, mate! Mate, well done! Spot on! He looks, he looks like one of the Wurzels. And I mean that in a really good way. Brilliant stuff there. That beard is cracking. We're loving that. So, hey, excellent work. I, I fear you may be in the lead. Uh, the, the other listeners that have sent in the hundreds of pictures we trawled through earlier on, not very good. I don't know. Oh, dear, dear, dear. We're getting loads of these. I know Clive goes on about this. Um, we're getting loads of sexy, let's say sexy, I mean obscene texts coming in. And that word, I don't know how that word got through, we've got a very tough computer that senses everything. And if you send in a, a rude word, it will, it will blacklist you. But, but that street slang for a gentleman's, that has, has snuck through. Unbelievable, I was genuinely shocked when I looked down and I saw that. Oh, dearie me. Ian, uh, Wagwani, and I'm always playing my PSP when I shouldn't be. You need to put your Xbox on eBay and get a PSP. Nash and Epson, I have both, and I've got a four gig hard drive for my PSP, so I can download eight films on there. A little bit geeky. And Marion's in the Sutton. Hello, Marion. Hello. Hello, you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Marion, may I ask how old you are, please? Oh, gosh. Really? Yeah. I'm 67. Oh, so and you don't. Full time. You don't sound. You don't sound 67. I don't feel it. I you, tell everyone at work I'm 42. And, and do they fall for that nonsense? Yes. Good work. All young and lovely. Good work. Oh, I like an older woman. I like it. <laughs> What's that film? Um, where the young man uh, meets an older woman. Um, Marion and no, not the graduate. It's, it's it's a bigger age gap than the graduate. Harold and Maud. Have you seen that, Marion? <laughs> Have you seen Harold and Maud? <laughs> No, but I think their names are funny. Go and oh. check it out. It's a cracking yeah. film. Good soundtrack. Oh, Cat Stevens, the governor. Uh, Marion, what can I do for you? Why have you called well, in? Well, I've just rung up with two cravats, if that's all right with you. Oh, two cravats, yes, please. Two cravats. Um, you might not remember the second one, because you're very young. Yeah. Jason King. Oh, yes, Jason remember King. Remember that the, the, the big curly hair? The big funny man with curly hair, yeah. And, and big cuffs. Yeah. The, and what? And... The, the, <laughs> the cuffs. The hand, big um, white shirt cuff. Oh, I thought you were about um, that film. He was a spy or something. He was a, he was a secret spy. He was a secret... And Stuart Granger. Don't say you don't know. <laughs> no, no, hang on. The name rings a bell. I'm not going to dismiss it out. Star. Yeah, what was he in? Was, was he in and Ghostbusters 2? Lots of... Lots of... Pardon? No. <laughs> no, he wasn't in that. <laughs> Shall I hang up now? Because half of your listeners won't even know who I'm talking no, about. No, but you've got a hot voice for an old woman. <laughs> Stuart Granger, no, I, I, I do know the name. I, I should know who he is. I'm slightly ashamed I don't know. Stuart Granger yeah. used to pay the Scarlet Pimpernel and things like that. Oh, gosh, that was in the 1800s, Marion, for goodness sakes. <laughs> You've got a mucky well, laugh. Now, listen, I was driving home from work and I heard, I was listening and it was lovely and it was relaxing. It was horrible traffic. Yeah. And then I thought, I'll ring up. And I rang this number and it said, call to this number a bard because I think I put an extra naught in. All right. So I don't know did how you I rang. Did you dial a mucky number? 
No, no, I think it might have been a Prime Minister or someone. Oh. And then, what? Um, I got through and I was really excited, but I'm home now having a cup of tea. Oh, so you're saying you want to go now? Are you, are you, no, no, you no. I just, sorry if, if, if perhaps I shouldn't have rung because I'm too old. No, but there's a Marion, you're not. Hey, listen, Agent <laughs> Chris, if Marion ever rings again, let her come straight to air because I like I you. I also like that man in the morning. He's brilliant. Oh, which, which one? Nick Ferrari? Nick, yes, I really oh, like Oh, he Nick is Ferrari. brilliant. Every morning. I listen to him. I, I listen I listen to him every morning and I record it and listen to it throughout the day as well. Brilliant. He's the governor. Yeah, and he's got everybody sorted because you get some funny people. He gets, you get, you get, <laughs> the thing is, Marion, and you, you do get some really weird, funny, yeah. old women phoning up are, who yeah. haven't got a clue what they're talking about. I know, but they get really uptight, they, don't they? Don't they he just. He bashes them straight down. He bashes them I love down. It. I love it. <laughs> Marion, go and have another gin, love, and I'll speak to you later. <laughs> Good girl. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Oh, you, you're still there. <laughs> yes! Brilliant. Uh, I saw, what, what did I saw a, a text there that uh, I thought needed uh, a bit of reading. Ian, you're a bad boy. I work for the airlines, and on Sunday, one of my crew arrived at the airport at 3.30am two hours early for a flight because of your ruse on Friday about the clocks. She was not happy, says Jason the Fulham. What? I don't quite know what that ruse was. Uh, Sir Habe from Catford says, I will take that Wordsworth comment as a compliment. It's meant to be a compliment, Sir, uh, Sir Habe. You're looking excellent. Uh, Ian, I can't think of anything more noncy than a cravat. What's the big deal? You fool, says Joe in Sutton. You fool, Joe. Uh, Daryl is in the slough. Hello, Daryl. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm fine, mate. What can I do for you? Are you talking about skiving? Yeah, go on. Well, I, I have a job where I have to visit about 45 uh, sites during the week. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, for example, on a day like today, I spent the afternoon watching New Yankee Workshop and fall asleep on the sofa. You spent the day doing what? Watching New Yankee Workshop. Working New... What's New... What's New you know Yankee what? Workshop? New Yankee Workshop. It's on Discovery Home and Leisure. It's about a, it's a, a man in the deep south who's a carpenter, and he makes things out of out of wood, obviously. Yeah, but, and, and you watch this, do you? Well, I fall asleep to it. Yeah, oh, okay. There are some programmes that are great for falling asleep to. For some reason, I don't like football, so I think it's rubbish, but listening to a football match with the sound of the cheers and the crack, for some reason, I guess it reminds me of being a kid, it sends me to sleep. Cricket is better. Cricket is good. The, the Phil Collins uh, radio show, 8 o'clock, is excellent for going to sleep to. Well, I, I listen to that sometimes coming home, so oh, I can't fall asleep because I'm driving. It's tedious, isn't it? Yeah. It really is tedious. Oh, yes. Uh, he, 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 did you know he calls me the beanpole? Well, he's just jealous. I mean, he's, you know, he's bald, he's got a paunch, he's, yeah. he's old, he yeah. would be great if he had hair. Yeah, he would. He's well, just jealous. I think he is. A, I'm really upset, because I met him the other night, I saw him the other night, and he's like, Oh, it's nice, it's nice to see you, uh, I'm glad we're all friends again and stuff, uh, and I think we're really good. And then I find out he's still calling me the beanpole. Really disappointing. Yeah, but his show starts at 8 o'clock, I mean, normal people are down the pub by then. Yeah, normal people, are exactly, Darrell, they're down the pub. Darrell, listen, thank you very much for informing us of a show that I'm certainly going to get on my Sky Plus, The New Yankee Workshop. I thought it was going to be something completely different. Thank God it was just a bloke making stuff out of wood. Could have been an awful, uh, awful experience. Uh, Vicky is in the Kingston. Hello, Vicky. Oh, hi there, Ian. How are you? How old are you, Vicky? 29. Come on! What's that all about? Uh, why, why don't you think women will give their age? Because I don't know. Uh, there's that thing, isn't it? It's rude to ask a lady her age, but I don't know why it's rude. No, I don't either. Are you sure you're 29? Yeah. 1976, thank you very much. No, you did that quickly enough for me, although you sound 42. <laughs> that's, a, that's a compliment, isn't it? <laughs> you sound mature. Thank you. It's a pleasure. 
Oh. And it's weird, isn't it? Women do get funny. Oh, no, you can't ask me my age. Well, tell me. Just tell me, you know. I don't see what it's about. To be honest, no. I, I haven't, um, I don't really know what you're talking about, apart from cravats. But I just heard <laughs> you say that. It's a terrible thing to <laughs> so say, rude. isn't it? It's a little bit rude. But I like, it's made me chuckle, so that's No, good. no, it's because I just heard you say about the women yeah. and not asking their age and not yeah. liking it. No. And I just thought, well... Vicky, would you ever wear, would you ever wear a cravat and just your underwear and a cravat for your gentleman? Probably anything goes. <laughs> hey! <laughs> she's my kind of girl! What the hell is it? I don't know what you're talking about, but I just, I, I thought I'd phone up. She sounds nice, in a good way. She didn't want anything else, did she? I just cut her off then. No, good. Okay, we're done. Oh, dear. it's been a weird show, hasn't it, today? Let's just sit and remember this show so far. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's coming up to the last half an hour of the show. If you want to take part, uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> including the Vicky in the Croydon, uh, we're asking, what do you do? Sk can we find London's best Skyver? What do you do when you should be working? Agent Chris watches uh, Dr. Dick Van Dyke Detective, for goodness sakes. Uh, what do you do? I'm always on the eBay. I bought so much stuff off the eBay recently. Like obscure CDs by this, this Japanese singer. Cutting fortune. Uh, also, have you got nicknames for people and they don't know that that's their nickname? Um, oh, we'll, we'll mention the one arm being longer than another. We'll do that tomorrow because I don't want to do that. Uh, and too much uh, or too little of something in your house. CDs, books, money, shoes. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. The three hour four till seven Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Very quickly, I've got to do uh, a correspondent update. <laughs> This is from Gary in Deutschland. He is my German correspondent. Ian, sexy British police women wear cravats, and that's hot even on the coldest winter's day. That's Julia Bravo. Wow. <laughs> Not sure what that's got to do with Germany, but thank you, Gary, for the update as always. More of your calls, texts, and emails after the latest news. London's LBC 97.3 The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee Afternoon Wireless Show Rosanna Sunye, Ian Lee, 4 baje se lekar 7 baje tak LBC 97.3 Ah, Ian Mubarak indeed Oh, it's the last 26 minutes of what's been a weird If you've just tuned in, man, it's been a weird show you know, sometimes they go smoothly and you, you get all the calls you expect and you, you, it, it sits comfortably and it kind of follows a journey. And then sometimes the first half hour is rubbish and the rest of it's all a little bit esoteric. That's what we've had tonight. That's we, the first half hour, just diabolical. Can we delete the tapes? I think we can. Bow, bow, bow. Finishes there. That's how it ends. Uh, we're asking, what have you got too much or too little of uh, in your house? Uh, what do you do when you should be working? And nicknames for people that they don't know that they've got. Uh, Anya is in the pearly. Hello, Anya. Hello. Hey, Anya. How's it going? It's fine, thank you. How well, are you? I'm fine, thanks. What have you been up to? Um, I've been... I'm in Tesco at the moment. You're, you're in Tesco? Yes. And what are you buying in Tesco? I'm in the luggage department. There's not a luggage. Tesco doesn't sell luggage. It does. Does it? Yes. Well, well this is very exciting. <laughs> um, and um, I'm guessing you, you've got too much luggage of you in your life. I do. Apparently, I have an unhealthy obsession with suitcases. I was joking. You really do, do you? How, how, how many suitcases do you have? Um, about 15. Why? I just really like them. This is There's some Freudian thing that I'm not even going to go into here. <laughs> what? Anya, how old are you? 23. Okay, 23. And you've got 15 suitcases? Yes. What, what, what's your best suitcase and what's your worst suitcase? 
Um, my best one is a silver one. Oh, that sounds glamorous. It is. It's really good. But it was from Woolworth. Oh, that's interesting because the their suitcases you wouldn't think would be silver. Mm. I've I've got what I've got one suitcase and that I got off my mum and if I need another one she's got another one I can borrow. But that's, oh, that's it. Okay. Why would you, why would you need fifteen suitcases? I don't know. I just sometimes see one a new one that I I would like mm. and I just get that one as well. I, are you going to buy one today in Tesco's? I quite like them, so I might do. Yeah. What what, what suitcase have you got your eye on there, Anya? Um, it's a green one. Yeah. And it's hard. Mm. And it's a trolley case. It's, oh, the trolley cases are good, aren't they? Yeah. How much is it? £14.97. Oh, treat yourself. And it was £24. Oh, there's a tenner off. Treat yourself, Angie. You've got to buy it. <laughs> Seriously, go, go and buy it. You've got the thumbs up from Ian Lee. Okay, I will do. Nice one. There we go. We've talked to, we've talked to a young woman who has a child's voice, and there's no, that's not a crime. A voice is very childish in its sounding. We've talked her into buying a suitcase. Do you see what I mean? If you have just tuned in, this is what the show's been like all the way through. This, this is, that was probably the third best call we've had. <laughs> I don't know why. Gary's in the Surbiton. Hello, Gary. Hello, yeah. Um, I've got a couple of neighbours. I've been, I've lived in a small village just outside Orsham. I won't, I won't name the village. Don't name the village. Whatever you do, we could be sued it's, by them. It's a village called Rudgwick. Rudgwick's near Hall. Yeah, Gary, you've just named the village. I did. That's all right. You said you weren't going to. No, I was. I was You're not going to be rude about the village, are you? Because the village of Rudgwick could sue us. No, they could. No, no, there's not enough people there to sue you. Good work. Um, it only takes no, one I nosy think... Parker. You're right there. I tell you. Yeah, I tell you that. Um, what? Yeah, it was over ten years ago. I moved there, and there's a couple there, it's and uh, one of the um, what's it? One of the uh, the husband looks like Minister Jesus. I call him Minister Jesus. Miniature Jesus. Yeah, and the wife. Short uh, fellow with a beard, is he? He's very, very, and he's very sort of petite, and he's, I call his wife, uh, a 1940s woman. <laughs> she dresses like stilettos in a coat, but I'm, they're always just the same. They're always just the same, they do. So the, the couple that lives near you is Miniature Jesus and 1950s woman. And 1940s woman, I call her. They say, oh, we've been calling since over ten years ago. <laughs> and they just let you same. But, um, I just, it just let you same every time I see And what him. would happen if they found out, Gary? Um, Because they could, they, I think they pick us up in Rudgwick. Well, if he found out I'll call him Minister Jews, I think he'd definitely take me off his Christmas uh, Christmas uh, list, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I bet, I bet he would. Yeah. Gary, listen, thank you very much for that. Can we just go home now? Is that possible? Can we... Is there a tape we can play? Oh, let's have a little bit more music. Oh, dear. Sometimes... I don't know what we're doing here. Really odd. Oh, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Let's just play music for the last 20 minutes. Seriously. Hang on a minute. If anyone can save the show, it's Clive in the Harlow. Clive? Hello. Can you save the show? Can I save the show? I'll try. Please, please to God, everyone, the whole of London, what's left of is listening to us, is banking on you, Clive, to save the show for us. Right, what do I have to do then? Well, you've got to give us an excellent talking point. An excellent talking point? Well, what have you called him for, Clive? I'm, um, I'm guessing, we... but very quickly, I'm guessing he's not the saviour. Clive, what have you called him for? I am the saviour. They call me Jesus over here. Oh, what, what's this Jesus fi fixation <laughs> we picked up all of a sudden? Go on. Go on. Um, what I was calling for was uh, the cravats thing. Yes, the You know, the, the, the stars that used to wear... Um, Lionel Blair used to wear a cravat when oh. he, he was dressed in white. When he was really? dressed in white? Yeah, doing his dance routine. 
with legs and co, is it? He, the old... he, he never worked with legs and co, did he? Yeah, on the t on the TV on the oh, on one the of TV. his TV programs. Yeah, so and Le Leonard Rossiter. Le Le yeah. Leonard Rossiter. Leonard Rossiter. It's not. It's not making cravats as cool as I was hoping it would make them. Oh right. Hmm. <laughs> Clive, <laughs> well, Clive, you're Clive. You you Clive, stay there. Clive, do you want to speak to Anita in the hearts? Because I, I think I'm. I think I'm going to give up. Anita and Clive, have a little yeah. chitty chat. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, Ian. Hello. Who's that, Anita? It is. Hello. He's just not called me a saviour. He's what? <laughs> He's not called me a saviour. Why? I don't know. He said I'm not a saviour. <laughs> You're not a saviour. Oh, yeah. well, I think you are. What are we supposed to be talking about? We're supposed to be talking about... I want to know why you say, Hello, Anita in the London, or Hello, John in the Edmonton. Why do you say that? Um... Why do we say that? Yeah. I don't know, that common courtesy, I would have thought. No, it's just everything is in the London or in the Marks and Spencers. And I'm just curious, every evening I, I'm on my way home from work and I listen to it and I think, I must ask him that. Why did he do that? Um, I'm not part of the programme. I'm not on Ian Lee's programme. Oh. I'm, I'm just a call, I'm a caller calling in. <laughs> oh, how am I talking to you then? I don't know, he, has he switched off, he, he must have switched off his radio and we're talking to each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have a good evening <laughs> anyway. Busy, just hang on and we're going to put you through, so I don't know what happened there. Oh, he's probably switched us over then, because we're talking to each other. Oh, right, okay then. So where are you from? I'm Harlow, I'm in Harlow. Are you in the Harlow or just Harlow? No, I mean ju just Harlow. Oh, just Harlow. Not so in the Harlow. to be put through? No, I've been put through already. He's cut me off. Oh. So he why just put me on to you. Oh, so I'm just waiting to be connected. Oh, well. <laughs> well, we're not connected because you're connected to someone who's just dialed in and spoken to Ian Lee. Oh, right, okay. All right, so what do I do then? Just put the phone... Or do you put the phone down? No. Oh, right. What do I do? Do, do, you, do you put the phone down? No, 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 I don't know. He just, he just took, put us together to talk, talk about being... You've just asked me a question and he's just put us together. I don't know whether he's gone or not. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Oh, well, I'll just hang on the line then. Right. Okay, then, bye. Hang on the line for who? <laughs> to speak to Ian Lee. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get that. Oh, okay. Oh, right, bye. All right, then, thanks. Have a good evening. Thank you, bye. 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 I was so wrong. He really was the saviour of this show. 0870. Oh, I've got tears in my eyes. Thank you so much for that. 0870 973 643. Ian Lee. The 3 hour 4 till 7 Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Hello, yeah, we're very, very nearly end. Clive did save the show and God bless him. Uh, Roland's in the black heath. Hello, Roland. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Roland. That's just 
Strass that was a classic moment with that last call. That shit was fun, wasn't it? That was, that was absolute classic. I hope you had your finger on the seven second delay then. Yeah, well, yes, we, hey, we always do, Roland, just in case someone gets <laughs> a, sl a sneaky one out. Anyway. What, what can I do for you, sir? I've got too many guitars. How many have you got? Um, at the last count, about eleven. Shut up, man. How, how can you play that? Have you got twenty-two hands? No, no. Unfortunately, I've never seen enough time to play any of them, but oh. I can't get rid of them. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. I am looking for a new acoustic guitar, so if you want to give me one, I'll have one. Well... No, okay, I didn't... Yeah, I thought, I thought that I, can't, I can't even give them away. I've, I've, they've become sort of like pets, I suppose. Can you play the guitar? I, well, I, I, some would say probably not, but um, I, I guess I do play. I mean, it's funny you say, I can play a little bit of guitar. But I was thinking today about getting guitar lessons. Yeah, then do it. Go for it. Do, do you think I should? Maybe this is an omen. Maybe this is my future. Because I, I can play bass guitar. It's easy. It's four strings, easy peasy. Uh, no, no, I disagree. I mean, I play bass and, and, and guitar. Yeah. Um, and my collection is, is both. I, in fact, I had a cunning plan yeah. last year. I had a custom-built bass and electric guitar made for me. Very expensive. Ooh. And... Uh, with the plan being that I could then get rid of everything else yeah. and uh, only have two guitars. But no. No. It didn't it, work. No. And in fact, I do in fact have saying that I have too little of, and that's money now because I've got too many guitars. Mm. What, what's, very quickly, Ryan, before you go, what's, what's your best guitar? My best guitar is a custom-made Fender Telecaster. Yeah. And the best bass is a custom-made matching Fender Telecaster bass. Well, now that guitar, the first, that, that, what's that, a grand? Uh, they're about just over a grand each, yeah. Man alive, put them on the eBay, Roland. What a, what a week you'd have watching those go up. I think I'm getting guitar lessons. I don't know why I was thinking that. It just popped into my head today. I thought it would be nice to be a nice thing to do. Have an hour, twice a week, once a week, whatever, before I come into the show, learn guitar. It might be nice. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 0870 I'm so behind on the texts and emails. I'll do them in a minute. Uh, Elisa uh, is in the Longfield. Hello, Elisa. Hello, how are you, Ian? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm really good. How old are you? I'm 48. I'm oh. very proud of it. And I look about 36 and I'm hot. Well, well hang on a second. <laughs> where, where have you been for all of my life? I, I tell you what, I've had such a good day today, I just wanted to share it with you. What's, really. tell, what's happened today? Well, you know, I'm, I'm the copper that used to be an actress. I spoke to you the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, today I, I'd organised an, an award ceremony. Yeah which recognised all the good work that some of my colleagues do and some yeah. members of the public do as yeah. well. Yeah. And it went really, really well. It was held yeah. up in Chigwell. Brilliant. And um, we had some celebrity speakers. Who was the celebrity? What celebrities were there? Uh, Jonathan Ross's mum and dad. <laughs> no, hang on, I'll ask again. What celebrities were there? <laughs> well, Paul Ross did it last time, so... Uh... <laughs> again, Elisa. What celebrities were there? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I know what. Why don't you come to the next one? Will you be in your police uniform? Of course. Will you have handcuffs? Uh, yes, and I'll have my cravat on as well. Man, I'm there. You're not married, are you? Um, sort of. Oh, in that case, I'm, I'm busy that day. <laughs> I am busy that day, Elisa. I'm a bit old for you, Ian. No, older women. I'm not being funny. This is, I'm not, this, I'll stop being sleazy. <laughs> Men, and I'm, I'm getting to the age where I can't think of this much longer. Men like the older woman. But, okay. it, but I'm 32. In a few years' time, the older woman is going to be 60, and that's too old. That's well, not... I tell you what, my, my husband's nearly 11 years younger than me. Really? Yeah. So there's the... The, the... I, the, the reason I married a younger man is because um, men die younger than women, and that way we should oh, sort of even it out. Oh, miserable cow. What are you about men dying younger for? What's the, why are you doing that? We were having a lovely, know. slightly flirtatious chat, and now you're talking about me dying. It's a fact of life. It's something you can do. Hey, about. why don't women... Why are we not supposed to ask ladies their age? I have no idea. I think it's so... Stupid. Yeah. 
I've nothing to hide. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you are what you are. You are what you are. What You're difference a... does it make? You are a 48-year-old hot lady copper, Elisa, and God bless you for all of that. Ah, oh, dearie, dearie me. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number, uh, if you want to take a call off. Uh, Ian, I've got a lot of things I've got a lot of. I've got a lot of recordings of your show. I can't let, let go. Mick in the Waterloo, erase them. They are irrelevant. You'll never listen to them again. Um, Ian, why have you been wiped off the podcast? We've had a little bit of problem with the podcast. There's been a little bit of technical shenanigans going on and all that kind of stuff. I think it's getting sorted out. Oh, and that reminds me, tomorrow, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, tomorrow we're going to uh, put on the podcast The Best of Barry, Volume 2. Uh, so check, we need to check, uh, if, if someone can check that tomorrow and, and give us a call and let us know it's out there. Andy is in the Reading. Hello, Andy. Hi, Ian. Hey, mate, how's it going? Not bad, you alright? Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm confused, but I'm alright. What can I do for you? <laughs> well, I, I did, was going to phone up and say hello, but I left you so late, I've now decided to phone up just to say goodbye. Oh, goodbye, that's very kind of you. Oh, that's okay, you know, it's worth doing, it's very nice talking to you, but well, I've got to go now. Oh, are you off, where are you off to? No, I was on my way home, actually, from work. And are you at home now? No, not yet. I'm sort of between Reading and uh, Aldershot. And, and you live in Aldershot? Well, Aldershot's quite quite posh, isn't it? Oh, you're joking. It's uh, even the rats have pimps. I thought it was quite swanky in Aldershot. No, no, no. N well, <laughs> when you say swanky, you're nearly right. Oh, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> better, it's better than Reading, though, isn't it? Uh, well, they're sort of similar in the, in the way they have, a, you know, the same sort of grime. Yeah, yeah, that kind of... Uh, I've, I've got to go to Reading on Thursday, in fact, for goodness sakes, unbelievable. Oh, dear, So, Andy, you've got nothing to say, you just wanted to say goodbye? Just to say goodbye, but I might call you tomorrow with, you know, something more topical. Give, give me a call tomorrow with something more topical. OK, then, Andy, I'll do that. Andy, you're a gentleman, thank you very much. What the hell is going on? It's a, it's a proper weird one today, isn't it? But, uh Oh, here we go, Ian, Sarah from Surrey. Sarah from the Surrey. Ian, it's on the text. Uh you should help... Oh, it's gone, hang on. You should help listeners get rid of their junk with a phone-in auction. You could call it Leebay. Well, I've kind of been toying with the idea of doing a swap shop style thing. You remember a swap shop? They'd have the top ten. The number, number ten, Steve um, wants to swap his, uh, you know, test match cricket for, I don't know, a gun, whatever. There's something you may be doing a swap shop style thing, but I, I reckon it might all get a little bit nasty uh, when people get a load of old rubbish uh, that they don't actually need. Ah, oh, dearie, dearie me. It's take, I don't want any more phone calls. No, get rid of those phones, of course. Wipe, wipe the board. Uh, I've had enough of this <laughs> for today. It's been an odd one today. Very odd. Ian, there's... Oh, dear. Dave in the Clapham. Uh, it's not his real name. His real name's Milo. I can see because it says at the top of the email. Don't matter. There's this fat... When he says this, he's rude. There's this fat girl in my year. So I'm going to out him. He's, his name's Milo Hurley. She has the nickname Tons of Fun, but she doesn't know. Yeah, it's a little bit harsh. That's why, that's why I've outed him, because he's a little bit harsh there and a little bit, uh, a little bit unpleasant. Uh, Ian... Oh, this is good. Amanda in the Bromley. Ian, we have nicknames for all the neighbours with whom we are only on nodding terms, to the extent that when we get Christmas cards through the door with their real names on, I have to explain to my husband who they're from. We have Mr... This is brilliant. We have Mr. and, Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Vest and their son Little Vest at number 89. Number 90 is Cat Weasel, a bloke with long, straggly grey hair who thinks he's trendy. 92 is Suge, as in sugar, because that's what she calls everyone, and her son is Boy Wonder, because he's a pink-cheeked 35-year-old mummy's boy. Number 93 is the Simeons, because their kids behave like a bunch of monkeys. Number 94 is the Old Gits, a miserable old couple who moan about everything and everybody. And number 96 is Mike Rutherford, 
because he looks like the bloke from Genesis. <laughs> I wonder what they call us. That's brilliant. Fantastic work there. Um, and uh, have we got time to do this very quickly? Um, Deborah. Ian, I'm loving your show, living as I do now in rural France. It is yet another French bank holiday. Man, they're always skiving off the French. So everything is shut. Um, anyway, as, uh, as a former senior manager of a London-based company, I used to amuse myself with nicknames of particular dingbats within the organisation. Uh, there was a son... Um, there was a son uh, of a rabbi some years ago who was very humorless. His surname was Jacoby. He became Obi-Wan Jacoby. Well, that's kind of a Star Wars thing. Yeah, I kind of get it. There was a guy with a very, very dodgy hairdo. It was parted down the middle and curtain-like. He was known as Cousin It. Most other really good ones were a little bit rude and very personal, so I leave it there. Um, mm, stop putting mad Scottish lies on. That's referring to the first half hour of the show. It's come full cosmic circle. Uh, hopefully tomorrow, the Best of Barry, Volume 2 will be uh, on the website. And also, uh, there is the opportunity, and I go to the LBC website to, to, to find out how you can do this. Uh, I will call up either your, a friend of yours or a relative of yours out of show hours. And we're still collecting names of people who want me and Agent Chris to come around their house and do the cleaning. At the end of the week, we will pick the best ones uh, and offer them up for the public vote. Stick around, 8 o'clock, it's Phil Collins and coming up next the Nightly News. This show is completely transparent. If Ian Lee offers you any advice, don't take if Ian Lee offends you, he didn't mean it. If Ian Lee is in any way professional, it's a one-off. The show is regulated by the boss.